0: Welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, we are starting a new tradition with Fan Pick February. Da, da, da. And we're kicking it off with the never ending story. So let's start the show.
1: Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh,
0: hi, Mark.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: where in the hell are we? What is- If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my
3: sesame cake! I'm so sure. Just look like
1: you like me, and let's stand time. No. Wolfman's
0: got no. You know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get
4: older, they stay the same age.
1: You can't
4: piss on hospitality! I won't allow it! I pick motherfucker.
0: Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. After that, head over to Review.com, Check out our latest videos, pick up a shirt, uh, do whatever you want there. Also put in your requests for reviews uh, for, for things like Fan Pick February. Also, uh, March 15th. We will be back at Film Bar uh, here in Phoenix to show the masses Pink Flamingo. So uh, make sure you guys come out for that when tickets are available. As always, I am joined by Cosmith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wollembrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio? Hello, everybody. Uh, before we get into that, I did want to talk a little bit uh, about the movie. Before we get into the movie, I should say, I wanted to talk a little bit about Fan Pick February. February, baby. This is actually something that we recently decided to do because we've been getting so much fan picks. It's really hard for us to to keep up with it, so we wanted to try to get as many done in one month as we could. So we're doing four this month, uh, for February, and then we'll get back into we'll have it back into the normal rotation. So hopefully we can get to as many as possible. So keep them coming, guys, because we're getting some really good picks, and these are these are some of the big ones, some big hitters. So. We're going to uh, put these out there. And the first one is uh, Never Ending Story. It was directed by Wolfgang Peterson, came out in 1984, had a budget of 27 million US, uh, that is, made 100 million in the box office, has a rating of PG, and currently sits at 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is uh, Sarah Hedrick's pick. Kyle, why did Sarah pick this film?
3: Well, strap yourself in, boys. It's a long one.
0: <laughs> Hold on, because we have cameras now.
3: Yeah. That's that's excellent. Still plays well to a podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh wait, click. <laughs> Thank See? you. People got all enough. right. Well, Sarah had to say, recently rewatched this trippy ass movie with my kids, all 17 of them. My 8-year-old now needs therapy after watching the horse drown slowly in mud. And my six-year-old now believes large rocks are sad turtles with no will to live. And oddly enough, this is the only movie movie my two-year-old has ever watched from start to finish. Which likely foreshadows a love of recreational marijuana and will contribute (laughs) to his lifelong distorted perception of reality, but for real. The characters are quite interesting. Weird shit happens pretty consistently. I hate looking at that dog dragon's face, but is there a plot or just a series of odd scenes with the same boy? Pick this movie to review. Maybe when the day comes that my two-year-old has words he can use to communicate, he will provide me with insight into the mysteries of this movie. But until then, you dudes are my only hope of understanding. Also, it's a lot less awful and way more cultish than anything Kyle ever picks. True. Thank Mm -hmm. you for that. Just kidding. He'll deny this, but we are work BFFs, but hashtag truth, hashtag hi Kyle, hashtag he fixes my computer every five seconds. So that is, uh, that's why Sarah picked this movie. Well, Sarah, we will, uh, you have a lot of questions you put on here about this film. Well, we are going to address your questions when we get to the meat and
0: potatoes of our review today. And before we get to the meat and potatoes, we have to figure out what this movie's about. Okay. So it's time for Plots with Mike. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, the never-ending story. Ye- Surprise, guys. There's an end. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, no, this stars a young boy. His name is Bastion. He's quite the uh, imaginary type of kid, head in the clouds. Um, his dad clearly has a problem with this. He says, you know, you got to keep your feet on the ground kind of thing. You got to start being a little bit more of a, I guess a man, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, kid, uh, you know, he's walking around. I didn't know what city this was. Anybody had an idea? It was
0: the city that when he's walking downtown, I don't know where it's supposed to be. They never say where it's supposed to be, but where it was shot, I think was Vancouver. It looks like Canada. Yeah, that is Vancouver. Yeah. It was shot in like Vancouver's a little bit in Spain and Germany.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, I don't know if that's the setting, but let's assume kid lives in a big city. Um, and he's also bullied by some kids, who um, chase him and they chase him into a garbage can and then uh, he gets out of the garbage can and all the kids are still waiting for him. And uh, they chase him into this bookstore. And the book, the guy who owns the bookstore, at first he's kind of like, get out of here, kid. I don't like sell to people that aren't interested in books. And Bastion basically explains to him, hey, I'm a huge fan of books. I've read Treasure Island. I've read them all, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a big lit fan. And uh, <laughs> so the guy's like, well, that's interesting. And he tells him about, this book that um, essentially makes you part of the story and this intrigues the kid, uh, so he grabs the book, he steals it from the guy, and uh, he runs to school and he hides up in the attic for the day and basically just starts reading this book and reading the story of this place called, uh, what was it? Fantasia. Fantasia, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> and how it's like starting to to disappear and a hero named Atreyu comes and uh, he goes on a quest to basically save Fantasia uh, and also this childlike empress who has fallen ill from a sickness. And that's pretty much how it is. Like, the kid reads the book, and it's kind of like the Princess Bride a little bit. Like, the main story happens in the story of the book, and the kid is kind of like the back. Like, he's like almost like the narrator. But there's more to the story,
0: as we will learn. <laughs> yes. Dude, one thing I forgot to do... And silly me, it's fan pick. We're just and it's a new tradition, so we're learning this. Okay, I forgot to ask because I feel like everybody has seen this before. So let's ask: When did you remember when you first saw it, or when the last? Maybe the last time you saw it. Uh, the last time I saw it
3: before this was about a year and a half ago, maybe two years That's ago. That's really recent. Yeah, I uh, I don't know why, but I felt it necessary to show it to Sammy when we first started dating because she had never seen it before. Yeah, she said she had never seen it before. And I don't know how it came up and how it came across our radar, but (laughs) I made her watch it. And, uh, you know, I find out you know, a week ago when I went to sit down and watch the movie that uh, she absolutely hated it and uh, oh, has no desire to watch it again. And I was wow. like I was like, Oh, he didn't voice that opinion then, but you know, dating. Interesting. <laughs> did she give you a reason didn't why, know you why she huh?
0: doesn't give you reasons why she hated it? You don't have to tell
3: us now, but No, 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 no not really. She just
0: hates it or likes it type of thing. So yeah, she's yes or she's no, you know? She's in and she's out. So <laughs> yeah, she's, she's
4: now Uh Chris, do you remember the last time you saw it or maybe the first time you saw it? I mean the first time I saw it, I used to get babysat. As a kid, and, shut up. Yeah, you did. too. So a lot, time, <laughs> you know? so so a lot of a lot of time was spent uh, watching movies, and this was one of those movies that was always on. You know, that probably once a day, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I remember this movie as a young kid, and like I, I might even go as far as to say. It may be one of the first movies that gave like made me feel a real emotional reaction to something, you know, at a young age, like to, like to a film. Yeah. So, what about you, Mike?
1: Um, this is a, one of those films that had like heavy rotation in my childhood. Um, it was like this: The Dark Crystal, Big Trouble in Little China. Like those are the like the big heavy rotation films. Um, this might even be the number one one <laughs> I remember watching as a kid, and namely because this kid bastion was like, I identified with that kid so much because I was not like a great like student at the time. Like I had ADD I had a hard time, like really paying attention. And I was a big, like dreamer and imaginer people would always catch me daydreaming and not paying attention. You still do that today. (laughs) Absolutely. It, you know, it hasn't gone away. Uh, But yeah, like um, this kid is like the same way he's, he's less interested in that kind of stuff. And, and it, makes this kid out to be a hero and there's a part of it that like i think as a child that really really appealed to me because it can not even look like me as a kid like i, had, I think i had the same freaking weird bowl cut. bowl
0: cut haircut yeah, <laughs> yeah. i probably uh I, I remember this being heavy in the rotation too for me as a kid i don't remember the first time i saw it or where the first time i saw it. i just remember seeing this movie a lot as a kid like just a ton and then it fell off and I, I haven't seen this movie in years. This is the first time I haven't even, I haven't even tried. This is a weird one where um, I haven't even tried to like have my son watch it. And maybe it's because like, as you said earlier, I had a strong uh, uh, reaction to it emotionally. Um, and it's a particular scene when I was a kid and we'll get to that, um, you know, uh, a little bit later, but it, maybe that's the reason why I've never shown it to him. But yeah, I, it's weird. This is the first time I've seen this movie in probably, goddamn, like who knows, probably over ten years. It, over ten years, I easily. would say
4: it probably has been at least eight to ten years for me too. Yeah. I, I did want to yeah, add that. Well. Um,
0: I
3: did want to add that, even though I, it was like a year ago last time I saw it, I realized while watching it this time that I've seen the sequel way more than <laughs> I've seen this one. Because two
0: or three. Two
3: there's a lot of things that I'm like, when does that scene happen? I'm really? like, that's the second one. Really? Like, yeah, geez. like where's
0: the baby? Where's the Barack baby? I was
3: looking for the <laughs> rock baby. Yeah, the rock, yeah, for sure. Where's the rock
0: biter baby? Where's that? And I at? was like,
3: I was like, I was like, isn't <laughs> yeah. this kid supposed to be in this world the whole time? Like, and that's the second one. Yeah,
0: it is the mm-hmm. second. I had the same thing. I was like, Well, dude, when when does Bastion go there? And yeah, it was I'm the like, I'm one, like, yeah. I'm
3: just watching this kid reading a dusty attic. Like, <laughs> when's the
0: action gonna really? start? You know? Well, that, that's the that's the funny thing too is that is this movie is actually based off a book called the never ending story and this movie is offense essentially, uh, essentially offensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. offensively <laughs> written uh, is is actually the movie is actually the first half of the book it's not even the whole book part two is is basically the second half but they took a lot of liberties and then three is just all
4: liberties and nothing to do with <laughs> Any of the any of the book, yeah. we just keep making money with this. Yeah. So, so wait, the,
1: the second movie is part of the book, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. Okay,
4: but
0: very like not not like not very true to the book, but oh, as, okay, not author approved. <laughs> yeah, has <God>. the <laughs> It's like like Return yeah.
1: to Oz is like oh yeah, I yeah. guess there's some elements of the yeah moment. right. Um, that's interesting because there's a when we discuss the ending, I like there's some weird stuff in it.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: and it made me want to think like yeah. a second like. Do they ever address this stuff in the second I couldn't remember. I haven't seen the second one in a really long yeah,
0: time. Yeah, the third one's got Jack Black in it. I own the third one on VHS yeah. and never have watched it, so I want to go watch it because I've never seen the I third one.
3: I
1: it being, like, very bad. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be
3: horrible. I never, I've never seen the third one, but, yeah, I'm, like, looking at screenshots right now on my phone of the second one. Like, yeah, these, like, creepy, like, giant monster beast things. Like, I remember that so vividly and shit. Like... Yeah, I feel like I've seen this movie maybe once or twice as a kid, and then the second one like eight million times. Yeah, you were watching two. And I was like, yeah, Never Ending Story. Didn't realize it was a sequel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That will happen. Let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we will talk more about the Never Ending Story. Are you still here? Did you hear what I said, boy? Uh, You're hiding, aren't you? No, I
2: was just...
0: The video arcade is down the street. Here we just sell small rectangular objects. They're called books. and require a little effort on your part and make no beep-beep-beep-beep-beeps. On your way, please.
2: I know books. I have 186 of them at home.
0: Ah, comic books.
2: No, I've read Treasure Island, the Last of the Mohicans, Wizard of Oz, Lord of the Rings, 20,000 Leagues on the Sea, Tarzan... Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Who are you running away from? And we're back. We're talking about the Never Ending Story. Came out in 1984, budget of 27 million in the U.S. This is actually the largest budget film at its time not to come out of the U.S. or the Soviet Union.
1: Really? Yep. Okay.
0: So that's something to think about as we're watching this film in our heads as we talk about it. I already watched it, so didn't get a chance to think about it then. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're also watching it it's very we'll talk about it at the end here um, so yeah this big big thing that Mike brought up in the beginning of the show that we, I feel like must be discussed right off the bat if we're going to talk about this movie because uh, it's going to a- answer some of Sarah's questions I think later on me personally is mm-hmm. how I feel is the fact that the big thing that's revealed in the beginning of this film as we see you know, Bastion going and having this talk with his dad is that his mother has passed away. Yes. We don't know from what or when. I'm assuming somewhat recently,
4: uh, but a little time has passed. Feels like maybe a year. Yeah, yeah.
1: because the dad comes off real cold about it. I don't think so. I don't don't know, know, know. man. 80s dad.
3: Gotta get over it. Yeah. You know, it's like, Fuck. This this was a this was a very stimulating
1: conversation. Thank you. Yeah. And I was just like Jesus. Well, what Christ. do you expect from a guy a that blends eggs into orange juice? Yeah. Did anyone else stare at that? That oh. really affected me as a kid. I, I remember. Was, yes, even as a kid, <laughs> yeah. I remember being I remember like that. that- I don't understand why he's doing that. It took me out of the scene because I just kept protein, staring at the yeah. blender. I'm uh, like, protein? it's just getting
3: wider because those eggs are getting whipped. <laughs> you're, 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 you're a goddamn
1: frappe out of that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're halfway to a meringue right now, buddy. You want to stop Ooh. that blender?
4: Right. I think it's supposed to demonstrate like the struggle of him being like a o- the egg uh, and orange juice. No, the only dad. Like yeah, like a like an only dad like that just kind of doesn't really know how to kind of. Take care of himself, you know? He's you don't like think a, this
1: is like a weird 80s thing that people were it doing? Oh, it's like, like, yeah. yeah, like a hell thing? Yeah, I feel like yeah, this
4: dude. is like I think you know, it
1: probably was. Hold on. Two, I think. That's like a Rocky 4. Like all, all the Rockies eggs. I guess. That's eggs.
0: <laughs> li- he just literally drank his breakfast. Yeah, That's all
1: he did. He took an egg, <laughs> dumps it into some orange juice, yeah. blends it, drinks it. He's you, a single parent, Mike. Here's the thing. You could do
3: that with those 80s eggs. You know those eighties <laughs> eggs. Eighties 80s 80s eggs. Eighties
1: eggs, 80s eggs were, were were drinkable before yeah. we lost the Cold War and everything became nuclearized.
2: I just, yes,
4: I remember that being like a staple of this movie for me, though. For some reason, yeah, it's just like the idea staple. of doing that, I'm like, ooh, gross. See, as a kid,
0: I I never. Here's the weird thing: is as a kid with all there's all the death that's in this film because there's a lot of it, it. Kicks you right in the face with it. But I I never picked up. I don't remember picking up on that as a kid that his mom died.
1: Oh, uh, like. I knew that his mom died. Yeah. It just but even even as an adult watching it I was kind of like this doesn't like become like a like it's a weird driver it's a it's a driver that you forget in the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that throughout because there's so much of it actually takes place in a totally different world with different people that like you forget you're like oh yeah you always have to be reminded like oh yeah your mom's dead. <laughs> like Yeah. Like that that's a thing with you. <laughs> it should be.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of. A, I think it's also a thing. I think it is, and also a thing with the dad. So that's why the dad reacts the way he does. I didn't take it as cold. I just took it as misguided. Like he cared about his son, but he he didn't actually know how to talk to him. He's about He's doing his best. He didn't know how to talk to him about the death of his mother because he's still reeling from it himself. He lost his wife. There you go.
4: He's putting that wall up right now. I don't yeah. know. I,
1: I think it's. I, I think his dad is just meant to be rigid, which is like what kind of starts. Playing into this whole, so it, it does no. play into the story. No, it plays it plays into the story. It does. I think I think it's more of that. I think
3: it's yeah. I think he's characterized as just more you know buy the books. You know, yeah. do go to school because I, I and I do think the the loss of the mother plays into that because I mean there's less uh, he has to worry about in terms of controlling and, and in terms of adulting and parenting this mm-hmm. kid. You know what I mean? When the if the kid's on a straight path as he as he wants him to be, where he's just doing his homework and he's just He's not creating a lot of noise for
4: him to deal with. Actually, you know, I remembered him being more rigid as a kid when I watched this. But going back and seeing it now, I thought, oh, no, there's some nuance to, like, the dad's performance that makes me think he's just doing the best he can. I actually didn't think he was cold, you know, I just think he was kind of like... Yeah, like what you were saying, still reeling from the pain. So mm-hmm. he's like, "Look, we we talked about it. We got to get through this." You know, yeah. He's he kind of just... leaning on his kid in a sense to be like, "Yeah, we, you know, we're gonna do it together." But you know, ultimately, like by, at the end of the conversation, he's like, "This was a really good conversation. We should do this more." It feels like the dad thinks he had a breakthrough with his son in that I, moment.
3: I took that actually. I I felt when that conversation ended and he said that, I took that more as like that was a really uncomfortable conversation for him to have Mm. like
1: that felt really awkward oh
0: i agree that i agree with that and i also think i
1: mean it plays into like what essentially the story yeah is like i feel like his big character trait which is like i i think this film uh, a lot is about like the loss of innocence and i feel like dad's actually basically like all right man you gotta grow up kid like uh you know uh you gotta be the other man of the house, and uh, you're, you know your life's over. You can't go out and have fun all the time. Like it seems like he's telling him, like, "Hey, man, I need you to like help me out here." And in that, he st- he like kind of starts ceasing to be a kid. It's the only place he's got are these books.
0: Yeah, because yeah, in a way, yeah, I took it. That, I took it that way too, as as like, "Hey, time time to move on." Like, yeah. I know th- bad things happened with mom, but we can't hide in this right, in, in this the, world in, yes. anymore. It's time to move on in his own in his own way. He didn't say it maybe the best way, but in his own way, you know,
4: I thought uh, that was part of the story. I also thought like the even bigger part was um, this is all like a metaphor for like giving up on your dreams, Mm -hmm. you know, like this whole movie is kind of like is basically like don't everybody's saying don't stop, don't stop, you know, like always believe in yourself. You know, you're looking at yourself in the mirror like you can do it. And like at the end, you know like if you just keep pushing through like you're the one who's going to be able to live your dreams like aside from the people who quit you know mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like that 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 was kind of the overarching theme maybe not no
0: i i would agree with you i think there's a lot of themes i think that's one of them mm-hmm. yeah i definitely think that's one of them um cuz basically what happens is then you know he, he his dad tells him don't be late for school he, he goes to school and yeah he gets bullied thrown in a trash can and then runs and hides in a bookstore where he turns into a little fucking thief. (laughs)
2: Yeah, but he
3: leaves a nice
0: note.
1: (laughs) Leaves a nice note though. Well, you know what? And this is something that, see, see, as we were talking about, like those of us who hadn't seen it like very recently, like as a kid, I never picked up on this, but like I remember the old man. I remember a lot of the lines the old man gave, but this is the first time that I noticed that the old man was. Like kind of beckoning Bastion to take. The he was book. like, he, like was, oh, he, was bait, he was baiting yeah. him he's for baiting sure, baiting yeah. him to do it. And it, as a kid, I always took it as like, oh, he stole the old man's book. That poor old, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, and now yeah. I look at it, and it's just like, oh, he's got this smile on his face. Yeah. Like he's clearly like, because even at first, when he starts talking about the book, he goes into this long tirade about how the book works, and he's like, but you wouldn't be interested in that.
4: He's luring
1: him. <laughs> the way I re- as I remember, kid, as a kid, came into my mind as an adult. And I was just like, why the fuck did you tell him then? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. That brings a whole new layer to this movie mm-hmm. that I never thought about. Yeah.
0: It's very, uh, yeah, Inception right there. You know what I mean? Like it gets. <laughs> I don't, know, into, what we call it an I don't know if that's an turns, Inception. <laughs> turns into the Matrix at that point right there. You know what I mean? Does. It's craziness. Does. It's craziness. Yeah, so he steals this book. A little shit steals it. Then he goes to school. Because you know, I don't care who you're stealing's bad. Yeah. Um then he goes to school and looks in the tiniest school window I've ever seen in. But that I've never seen one like that I before. I was like, dang, it's like that like school like,
3: would used to be a, like a, a prison. prison. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was like, where's the meal slot? <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> on that door. But it sees that they're getting a math test and he's like, F it. I'm going to the school attic that has a shattered uh you know, key just hanging there right next to the door. I wish that was my school. I know, me too. It was
1: right? like a
4: drama department. Oh, I remember like, threw up yeah. in that attic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember
1: even as a kid though thinking like that was a cool idea. Like, oh man, you like
0: sneak out and like, Yeah. Hide and go to class. And realizing that like none of the schools you mice, go to are yeah. gonna be
3: like yeah. the yeah. ones in movies. Not at all. I <laughs>
0: literally remember as a kid being like, dude, I can't wait to sneak away in in the attic at yeah. school when I go to school. Mm-hmm. Like no school has an attic, no. not like that. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> it. Maybe in eight, maybe maybe in eighty four they did.
1: I don't know. L- like, <laughs> <you> know let's <laughs> talk about this attic. Did. He gets up to this attic. Yeah. I mean, there's like suits of samurai armor. Oh yeah, and like fossilized dragons. Yeah, I'm like looking. At it, I was like, this is not school play material. <laughs> yeah. Like, why the fuck does this school, dude, have, dude, this dude, school in 19- have a
0: full set of like samurai it's armor? Like it. <laughs> it, uh,
1: listen, dude, it's some heavy
2: it's for duty for cultural plays. week. That's
0: yeah. <laughs> that was in eighty. It was in eighty four when then we actually funded our schools. <laughs> and <laughs> And that's the result right there. You get You get samurai armor you get, and you get a uh very eccentric rich man or ladies addict <laughs> yeah. on top of a school, Mike, y- y- is what
3: you get. Merlin's actual cloak.
1: Yeah. It starts flying. It's like when <laughs> Doctor Strange finds his it's, flying cloak. It has a life of its own. Dude,
3: yeah. it, it, it is a weird it is a weird addict. Should be in a museum it, I feel like. It's, it's like, like Ark of the Covenant.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does feel like this weird cross between like a house attic and like a library attic in a weird way and like just it's like it's the
4: fucking coolest attic ever I mean it's supposed to be like like you know there's a lot of sets in this movie that are you can tell are built on mm-hmm. a set like and this is one of those constructed, like, the, the things that make kids dream and go, oh, I want to go someplace like that. But then when you grow up, you realize, like, those actually don't, those places don't exist. Hollywood just made them cool like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very
3: soul-crushing. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> bringing that <laughs> Say, back, back, back yeah. up. Now I'm really, but nothing's now, actually now that really cool. there's really no
4: reason to live anymore. Yeah. I get to go home
3: <laughs> to my shitty house that isn't an attic full of
0: armor. <laughs> <laughs> so he just decides to skip school. And go up there and read a book. I have a problem with this. Am Him I reading f- a book? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, the, no. I, and I just, I'm just. The, here is the 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 point where I'm just like, throughout this whole movie, I question now as an adult. Didn't as a kid. This is a different questioning now. Oh, watching this oh, no. as adult. But as an adult, I, this whole time I'm like, is no one looking for this child <laughs> who's supposed to be at school or home afterwards? <laughs> There's a fucking storm going on outside like crazy. <laughs> Yet no, this father, he's not looking for his fucking son who's not home for dinner yet, or it the streetlights are on. It's absolutely
1: a, what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Throughout
0: the whole movie, Again, I thought Again, you're this. right. And
1: as a kid, never never dawned on me. Now I'm looking at, like, he never got home. Like, why Why isn't there, like, a fucking manhunt at this yeah. point? <laughs> Kid's oh. been up there the whole time. And not only that, it's like he doesn't even care. Yeah. Like he's not even thinking, like, maybe my dad needs to know where the <laughs> fuck I am. And Like, he could have went home and still read the book. I don't understand why he had to stay there. that's why yeah, I'm that's wondering I if couldn't grab like, my head around. I thought he was going to leave when the school got out. Yeah. And he would just go
3: finish his journey at home. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: a book. It's not going anywhere.
3: Yeah, you bring it with you.
0: It's like a fucking week later, and and, and you know, Channel 5 in the sky is up there flying, and they're like, oh, my God, we found the missing child? <laughs> <laughs> he is on a... He looks like he's on a dull dragon (laughs) and he's flying through the city (laughs) (laughs) to like a week later. (laughs) The sequel. That's how the sequel starts. You guys remember that? Oh, no. (laughs) Bastion's Journey Home it's called. I feel like if
1: JJ, if JJ Abram's remade like a sequel to this movie that's exactly how it would start. Like Cloverfield but like you're just seeing like a luck dragon flying through here. <laughs> a <laughs> young kid with a book.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the, it's one thing that just the whole time I'm like what the hell is going on here? But he uh he basically starts reading the book, and this is when we we, we start getting into the, the never-ending story. What well, we find, what opens up and probably with my favorite character, and I think it's my favorite character because of the sequel. <laughs> oh, The Rock, dude? But it's The Rockbiter, dude. I fucking yeah. love The Rockbiter, but I think he has, like, a bigger role, and he, he's more lovable. Yeah, he
3: has a much bigger role in the more, other one.
0: Yeah, more lovable in two, and that's what I remember. I didn't remember him from one, mm-hmm. and then, like... He's very lovable in the beginning because he's kind of goofy, um, <laughs> strolling through like w- this fucking burnt out forest, destroying it on his big ass stone bike. I and love they, that bike. Yeah, I love that so bike cool. too. It's cool, dude. It's just a cool visual. Yeah, but, but you know, before you see him, but like you, get, you get the other the other people that you get the weird fucking goblin looking dude who has a bat, a huge fucking.
3: I love the six ra- foot bat. Yeah, dude. I love the racing snail.
0: Dude, I thought the racing snail had more in this movie. Probably then, the second one, maybe. And I, and I thought
3: the same thing. I think like, you maybe you maybe did the same thing I did. You thought you were watching number two this whole time. Maybe. Yeah. Because
0: I, I was like, dude, I thought the snail had like there's a lot with the snail like racing around and all this stuff. It's like one scene. That's
3: really? That's also like childhood imagination. Like it's you just latched yeah. onto one
1: one one object. and You're just like the whole movie was about this <laughs> fucking <laughs> snail. <laughs> no, like the snail is
0: fucking racing around.
1: It's true though. No, I definitely thought the same thing. But and here's the thing, I don't. I, I can guarantee you, I, I mean I can't guarantee you, but I haven't seen <laughs> part two like nearly that much. I don't remember a single scene from part two.
0: I couldn't name so, one. So,
1: but as a like watching it now, I I thought the same thing. Like, wasn't the snail like like a big character <laughs> in this movie? And I think it is. I think it's exactly what Kyle said. It's like your childhood memory is
0: blending the yeah. two together.
1: Like you loved the snail, so for some reason you always had memories that the snail was like a big mm. part of the film yeah, yeah interesting I, the, I the, the, even the rock I, dude i was kind of like wasn't
4: there
2: more
1: rock i mean shit i shit? do i do that with like
3: i do that with I, I i've caught myself doing that with a lot of movies that i really yeah. watched from my childhood i'm just like yeah no what child what child kyle remembered is way fucking off on this one like yeah. child, kyle child, kyle <laughs> child, <Ciao>, kyle, <laughs> Ciao, kyle. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you find out that they're basically escaping what's destroying this world, which is known as the nothing, which is just a terrifying uh, swirling black cloud that is—it's just wind. Making- it's like Make, the worst storm. we've It's literally, yeah. it's literally making things not exist anymore. It's the wind
3: from Evil Dead. Now, did is anybody else? At some else... points, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when shot at
1: the right angle, it certainly <laughs> is. It feels like
4: this is iconic. This thing, I feel like, like this cloud. I feel like. Oh, was, the cloud effects. Yeah, I feel like that. Solid. That look, like, oh. is burned into my child brain. I, I,
3: I was just staring at it during the credits because mm-hmm. just seeing, because I was trying to like picture like how they actually pulled off the effect and stuff, and it's just. Yeah. It's so mesmerizing how they make these clouds just swirling around into like circles and shit, and like different colors. They
4: use it several times throughout this movie. Yeah, same thing. It's like one of my
3: favorite effects in this movie. But
4: but even the way they cut the film, like when when they're telling the story of the what the nothing is, and they cut to the cloud, and it's this like basically like a tornado of chaos, and you know, and the sound gets all intense, and then it sharply cuts back to what they were doing before, like. That's kind of what made this movie scary, Mm -hmm. I feel like, is the way they edited it and the way that they, like, used the music and the sound. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, like... It's mm. it's got some horror elements that I kind of didn't remember. I did have oh, some I
3: did. I did have some qualms with with when you're talking about like music and sound because there were a few points mm-hmm. in this film where it was like Ooh. a fucking crescendo and then like it just immediately yes. hard cuts to the next scene It's just like wait what? I agree. The fuck I know happened? exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no,
1: I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I do not. It's bad if we all Cre- know yeah. it. <laughs> Co- Cody doesn't agree. Star, that's what I remember. Ugh. Yeah, right. Just fucking yeah. Rocking uh, fucking out. kill you're not me. Not gonna just spend anymore time me with that fucking song. In it How no, many I credit
4: will. sequences do you know that just play just a song? Like they're like, "You're this is the song. This is the jam." Uh, we just
1: reviewed
3: it um, recently. <laughs> yeah, never heard any story. No, um, right no, Teen Witch. Well, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, the, the whole song. That was the entire in the song and the credit roll. Yeah. Dude, it's like four minutes and like, forty five <laughs> second long credit roll. It's
2: like fifty percent of all, all cold films only have one literally song Literally
3: all we and got was clouds. A song, <laughs> and,
4: and, and 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 credits. That was it. There was, it wasn't like a like a very well, intricate type of it. I like it because like it, it is
3: it is a throwback, obviously, yeah. to yeah. to films of the fifties and forties and shit where it's just that you got all right. the credits up front and usually it was like these really cool looking Mats that were fading in and out and shit. Oh, and like yeah. and that's just kind of a continuation. It sets of you it. up.
4: It gets sets you up yeah. for the mood of this film. Now this is
0: what I remember the most from this film from the childhood too. For some reason this scene is always burned in my head. It's when the, the you know the bat and the goblin creature they go and the, they are seeing what's going on at the Emerald Castle. And uh is it Emerald, is that right? No, no I think no, you're thinking of Wizard of the, Yeah, yeah you are. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's the uh, It's something it's like it's that. The, though. Ivory tower. Yeah, ivory tower. ivory tower. See, dude, that's too close. No, to, it's not. The Wizard of Oz. Not even close. One is
1: a, a, a part of a. Tu- it's a tusk.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my God! How many elephants did they kill to make this? This cat. See, this movie's darker than we that's thought, the, guys. One <laughs> big one. See, yeah. yeah, this is this movie's the darker Rock than we thought. dude
3: actually originally had tusks. Yeah, yeah. They, they they harvest harvested the Rock harvest Fighters off
0: the Rock. The f- off the he rock b-
1: willingly <laughs> gave it to them because he's a good Rock man. Cody, God. Trying to make everything all dark
0: Uh, and shit. So they they go, but this is the scene I remember. I remember the most from my childhood is is when the guy comes out and he talks about the empress being sick, and you get all these strange looking characters with like multiple faces and like ones like they look look so good. Their costuming was awesome.
1: Like it's funny too because there was that when they see the two big stone heads. Yeah, I I thought about like uh, communion for a second because it was kind (laughs) of like those creatures, but like. If they took their cowl off and they're like, "This yeah. is what we do when we grow up." Like <laughs> we look like this. It's just like, but they're so intricate and they're so well yeah. done. There's just grand. yeah, yeah. and everything just else grand. is like almost practical, like that, like the three heads and the four heads. Yeah, it's
0: all practical. Well, yeah. that's what I you like. Know, what
1: I mean, like, is like the three heads look like there actually are maybe like they did something where two people were like just body. Oh. Like, you know okay, what I mean? I like, they you. had something in the middle. Mm.
4: I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm. I thought it looked like just, like, masks, like, on the other side. Well, the but...
1: forehead one, I'm talking about the one where it's, like, two heads, like, connected, like, side to side. Gotcha. And they have one eye in the center. The one eye you can see is fake, but the other two eyes look real. Mm. Which leaving me to believe, like, is it just, like, two people, like, yeah. back to back? I don't know. Yeah.
4: I don't know. For such a short scene they do give you a lot of
3: Dude. they do and the and the practical effects work so well cuz even that like on the masks like you could tell the thing it's like it's forgivable because you could tell that it's a practical effect but like the skin the way this like the way the the flesh that was on these masks was like reacting to the environment it mm-hmm. just felt so cool and felt so nice like yeah. it wasn't like it, that's the thing like I don't know why it just feels Real, obviously, compared to CG, or except something, for the so. main
1: dude who looks kind of fucking ridiculous. L- which one? <laughs> the dude that's just like the Bruce is like the one that <laughs> yeah. he just looks like a dude that like dressed like had a bad costume at like <laughs> he, a, dude, a party he, or
0: something. He <laughs> looks like, like what are you? He, like one of the, he <laughs> looks like he looks like a grandmaster. But this is also where we meet our hero Atreyu. Yep, who is, uh is we're going to be on the journey with for the the rest of the movie. But they they sent for the greatest pl- planes warrior and they got a child. And they weren't expecting a child, but that's who they got. And that's, he apparently uh, is their best warrior. That's how magic works. That's how magic works. <laughs> you and ask I magic
1: know. for something, give you the thing you least expect. <laughs> <laughs> turns out to be exactly what yeah, you ma- want. Magic turns out to has a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always have to have a journey with magic.
0: And basically, Atreyu goes on this quest to save, uh, you know, Fantasia from destruction of the nothing and, and to basically heal the em- the empress right and yep. he has to go on this this journey and I think is 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 it Mora I believe that's the 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 turtle's name um it was Mer- was that like just the original goal I can't remember if that was the original goal or- no the,
1: the thing is they he says uh empress is very sick I don't know what's wrong with her um and here's the thing I also don't know what fixes her and he said but you're gonna find it on your journey and he says well maybe Mora. Well, no, she knows every. She's like the oldest creature in all of Fantasia or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that's the reason. There's one who might know the answer, and that's like the first guide that he says. For some reason, he put some ridiculous rules on him, like you can't bring any weapons.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I was
1: like, why? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> Let him bring his friggin' bow and arrow.
3: <laughs> yeah, didn't he have a weapon on him though? No, he, did, he had a bow and arrow. Yeah, he. No, oh, he I shows he did up because he was the hunting movie. the nope.
1: purple buffalo.
3: Yeah. I thought he still had like a knife on him. The rest of the movie, like no. part of
1: costuming. No, no, no that's oh. later. But that's a uh, that's a uh, that's not his knife. Yeah. No, okay. He but does this, he does use a knife. This
0: though. is where we come, I think, to the most traumatic part of the movie. Is after he happens quick too. Man, he, he oh, ju- they throw you right into they throw it. you right into it. He jumps on this journey. At first, I was like, God damn, this is a boring book because it just shows him like wandering through different environments over and over again. Like this kid's just reading the Lord of the Rings. Like yeah, this poor child. And then it gets to the swamp. And that's when everything fucking changes in there. And I think it is point of the movie too. And it goes back to killing the innocence thing too. Uh, I think it helps a, a, a child with that. Cause it definitely scarred me for life. I, this is, I said earlier in the show, this is why I think the, the scene that I have, of why I have not showed my son, this movie um, was because of the scene. So as he's going through this swamp, Um, It's a magical swamp or something like that Basically if you let it get to you You let the sadness get to you Mm -hmm. You will sink into this swamp Mm -hmm. And uh, This is where Atreyu's horse uh, Atrex Everybody's got cool ass names in this movie Uh, um, (laughs) Fucking starts to drown in the R It's R tex, not A tracks Yeah, dude. A yeah. trax, dude. Artex
1: Isn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Like a trax. Isn't Atrex like an EDM
3: <laughs> That's like a A-trex. no, that's like a villain from another movie, I think. A trax.
0: It could be. But anyways, that's where this, this this fucking horse starts to drown and dying, and this kid is screaming and yelling and crying. At least that's how I remembered Dude, it. Dude, he
3: flips. He's just like, come on, please, just do it for me. And then yeah. instantly he's like, you stupid horse! <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing that's sad about it is that he's he's using different tactics. Yeah. Like, at first, he's like, hey, we're all happy, right? Like, it's cool. And then I mean, like, he sees that it's sinking. Yeah. And he's like, well, c- like, let's go. Come on, it's no big deal. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like he starts realizing, like, Fuck man, get out of the thing! And then immediately he's like, "Well, maybe if I resort to anger, yeah. this will like pull the horse out of some swamp." Yeah, reverse slump. reverse psychology. I'm confused. <laughs> stay, in the, stay in the swamp, bro. And I think yes. this is, this leads to the first question <laughs> of our.
0: We have our uh, first question. Our first
1: question from, from Sarah. Sarah from Sarah, and it says, "If the horse drowned because it let the magic of the swamp get him, which is the magic of the swamp being is." if you let the sadness of the swamp get to you, it'll sink you, right? right. So this horse, we can only assume, is sad.
2: You know, yeah, something, yeah,
1: right. Right? Uh, if if he let it get to him, and then he gave up, how come the boy doesn't drown too? Because as soon as the horse dies, yeah. like, isn't he fucking devastated? <laughs> I think he's like crying,
3: isn't he? Right, like yeah. I
1: don't understand. So is it, Is the sadness of the swamp different than like regular sadness? I think it is. I think this is what what I took
3: it as. I I took it as the swamp, the swamp like fills you with depression and dread. Mm -hmm. So if you cave into that feeling, then you die. But since his sadness was not. Being generated by the swamp itself, it was a loss of a friend. It was a different kind of sadness. That's how I took it while watching mm. it.
0: I, don't know I about took,
2: that. It took it
3: in two ways. I don't know about that.
0: I took it in two ways. I took it as um. So we, as we find out later on in this movie, you have to have a little little bit of context with with my answer here. So as we find out a little bit in this movie, if if you haven't seen it before, spoiler alert, um, you find out that basically Atreyu is Bastion. Mm-hmm. What? That. You do.
3: Like, nope. that's- well, okay. now why do they exist on screen at the same time then? Yeah, they do. They. Yeah, when ba- oh, Bastion's taking the dragon for a ride, they're on yeah. the screen on the screen at the same Wait, time. Waiter at the end. Yeah. I don't. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get to we'll get to it. Oh you got you got a way to
1: walk around that one? Oh, I do. Well, yeah, do. Yeah, cuz isn't it's going to be the crux of your entire argument. <laughs> yeah. We just, just shut it down the first 2 seconds. The way you brought seconds. it up makes it sound like it's like the entire point we have to make here. No, it, it, it
0: well it is and it's brought up it's even brought up later in the movie too. But Whoa, look at that. <laughs> I'm ready. No, no it is because hmm. here's the thing if they're the same person it's literally him getting through it in the book to keep going. And that's basically that, that he's not letting. So by letting the sadness get to him, it could be like, this is a sad fucking book, dude. I'm not going to read this, close it, move on. Because there's several, uh, there's several uh, of those things. There's se- Dude, there's several of those things in the movie, especially with the Sphinx uh, and the mirror, the mirror of showing himself as. It, I he, he reads himself literally in the book. At that point, it makes grown men scream. That you know, it's turned grown men, it's caused them to scream because if you read yourself in a fucking book, that would probably freak you out so bad you would stop reading no, no, that I book. Understand,
1: I understand what you're saying there, but you're applying it to this scenario, yes. which is the reason why I'm gonna disagree a little bit is because there's no point where it shows Bastion, and he's like, this book is starting to get real boring. He's
0: crying, he's literally crying when the horse dies. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I don't think that means okay, then why did he cause the horse to die then? What I don't understand Ooh. what you're trying to say. Like, are you trying to say that like he's controlling the world? No, with I'm not emotions? saying.
0: No, uh, no, I'm not saying he's controlling the world with his emotions. I'm saying the book is also a challenge to him.
1: Right. So, so in in if you're the in, that when, in the real world, that means that and that's, that's why
0: Atreyu why... doesn't die because the sadness affects the horse. And if the he let if he let the sadness affect him, the story would just but end. He
1: cries like you're saying, he cries immediately. He after cries, horse but, dies. he
0: cries immediately after. But he still powers through with the book.
1: But there's no point in time where he's like, I think I'm ready to put this book down.
0: But that's a, that's a that's a challenge point of doing that. By keep going on by keep moving on, that's why he doesn't drown in the swamp. Okay, what I'm saying, swamp. is there a
1: point where he be- <laughs> before Atreyu starts drowning in the swamp, is there a point where Bastion goes, I don't know if I can get through this. <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. I feel like No,
0: he realizes he has an effect on that world too before that or after, it, yeah, that, after that? It's after that he, yeah, so it implies that yeah, that it would have some. But he wouldn't know at this
3: point. Uh, and like ba- it... Bastion, after after the horse dies, he he
1: immediately like turns the next page, like I gotta see what happens. Yeah, I just don't get any point where if I feel I feel like what you're trying to say is that the way that this... things affect Atreyu in the book is because him and, and Bastion are mirror images
0: of each other. No, it's. I think this book. The reason that this old man said you need this book, steal this book from me, basically was you need this challenge because it's br- a lot of things are brought up. Courage, because he's bullied. Like there's a lot of those. But things how does this? That
1: are, how does this relate to the swamp?
0: I think it, power of the swamp. I think it relates to the power of the swamp. With again going back to his mother, don't let the, and it goes with yeah. the, don't let the depression of a sad thing like someone dying slow you down or stop you.
1: Right, but like you're saying that people we the question we're asking is how come Atreyu doesn't drown in the swamp immediately after the horse drowns in the swamp because Atreyu's crying, mm-hmm. then Bastion's crying. Yes. So why is he drowning in the swamp? Answer. I think it's I have because, a simple answer.
4: Why? Because he's not in the mud. He's sitting up on like a <laughs> rock or whatever. No. Like. <laughs> Yeah, because there's areas where you can climb up to that aren't in the mud. And he he, he got onto that part. That's the best answer I've heard yet. (laughs) I I, I stand by mine.
1: I
3: think think mine was solid, too. I think
0: think my answer is solid. I I think
3: yours is the most out there, but creative.
0: I think that he's literally, by reading through the book, he keeps the story going. Again, never a new story. He keeps the story going. Yeah, but the story, character going, and the drive in the character. The character doesn't give up. I agree that it's a metaphor for his,
4: for the what you said. Yes,
1: I
3: agree with you.
1: Yes, one hundred percent. I think it's a metaphor.
0: That
3: that character, the the character and the swamp. exists whether or not Bastion's the one reading it or the old man's the one reading it.
0: Right, and grown men have given up on this book before because of the challenges it has, but there's so there's a reward at the end, we find out, by reading it.
3: Yeah, you get to ride a dragon.
0: You get to find the real fucking <laughs> world, Kyle. We'll talk about that. We're not even like... <laughs> and what better reward is there?
2: <laughs> Please help me. You said you knew the answer. You're tired of sneezing. Go away. Nothing matters. That's not true! If it didn't really matter to you, you could tell me! Ah. (laughs) Clever boy! Tell me, please! We don't know. But you can ask the Southern Oracle. How can I get there?
4: You
1: can. Well, that was our, only our first guest yeah. question. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> well, that <laughs> follows up.
0: Also, here comes a, here comes the second question because it, it happens right after the, uh, after well after the discussion with Mora, basically. Okay. So there's the discussion with Mora. We find out Mora is this ancient being that lives in Fantasia, which is basically a giant turtle that is given is uh, like given up on, not given up, but given up. It's just she's tired. Old and crotchety. It's just, yeah, oh, she's
1: an old crotchety <laughs> ET looking freaking, like.
0: Eager like, to, turtle.
1: It's, Eager just, to it's just old and tired. she yeah, has been around for thousands of years. It's just it's well, it's allergic to humans. We that's right, out. Yes, but yeah, I don't think that there's any youth.
0: It's allergic to youth. Is it? Yeah, because yeah. the tree is not a human.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's uh, true. Good point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So is, is she? Is the, the uh, she's allergic to youth? Which is a joke, obviously, because she's so fucking old. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah. I just think that she's just like old and like think about this. You you lived through for so long. And then you just get completely, all your turtle friends died. Yeah. you're the last. Of, you're the, last all you're of the seeing turtle. is wars and shit. And after it, a while, then you can become a nihilist and just say
3: you've talked. Ta- you've, ta- you've talked. <laughs> to, you've talked to the <laughs> Trey you guy like a million that. fucking times yeah. in your lifetime. She
0: does say she doesn't care. Do you also think that's like a representative of maybe like a kid and an old person and maybe the relationship that they have? What what,
4: what? In, in, in a way? What way a kid and an old person?
0: Yeah, and the fact of like no, like when no. you, you know what I mean, like the spirit it's of a kid and like people
4: have given up. No, not and
1: all. No. young people are like full of hope. No, but I mean, like
0: the the like the 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 thing of like, yeah, the kid is full of hope, and the old person's like, yeah, dude, it's like I'm just ready to die. Yeah, I've never change. met. I don't
3: think I've ever met an old person have, who, who had who had like <laughs> <I> have, <laughs> negative shit to say to me.
0: Oh no, I've met an old person who's like, dude, yeah, I'm just waiting for death at this point. Like I've met, yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah they like my exist. grandmother yeah. was
1: like that, but she didn't. She wasn't like I don't. I also don't care if the world gets exploded and everyone dies on it. Like she's at the point where she's like gone and like. Dipped into utter, like just defeatism. She's yeah. done. Like she's just like, Take me now. She oh, basically is nothing it. and it's trying to wipe out existence. <laughs> so? Like, yeah. she's very much like, I don't care. At which point, the interesting thing about it is that when uh Atreyu asks, like, well, if you don't care so much, why won't you tell me the secret yeah. to the princess? Which leads her to like laugh a little bit, mm-hmm. which I think also kind of shows her, like, kinda be like. Either, yeah, this whole, like, I don't give a shit is, is a fake, like, persona that she's putting on, mm. or she realizes that, like, a young kid has somehow, like, outthought her on this yeah. and says, you know what? You're right. Like, mm-hmm. I guess you're right.
4: <laughs> great scene, too, really by think the way. Him. It is a great is scene. I love, I love, I, I forgot about the fact that he keeps getting sneezed out of the tree, which yeah. made me chuckle quite a bit. <laughs>
0: No, I I like I always remember that fucking turtle sneezing because I've always thought even from a kid to an adult now like how fucking gross, dude. It's all dripping down his arms and yeah. shit. Yeah. Turtle, giant turtle snot turtle running snot <laughs> down and everything. Also, at this point, we find out that there's an assassin being sent to kill uh, kill a You, it's not a, it's just a giant it's wolf, a regular wolf. wolf. It reminds me of my favorite episode <laughs> of uh, of the of Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I, for, I I can't remember the name. I think it's maybe it might Were, be, werewolf or something. Maybe or camp. Camp Nowhere. It's one of the camp ones. I can't remember the name of it. Exact. Villa Jam. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's like, it's like Goosebumps: no. book.
1: The Neverending Story. Anybody <laughs> <have> <laughs> <anybody> <laughs> heard that no, the, you, you, you know the episode where it
0: ends, where it's like the kids like on the fucking moon and they're going to Earth and they got like blend in, but the whole time like this animatronic uh, wolf has been chasing him throughout the the camp. It, a, it looks exactly
1: oh, like
4: this fucking wolf. I do know what you're talking about. I remember it. I can't All remember right. the name of the episode either. But See, yeah. here's the thing, though. I want to say exactly like, like this wolf. I really like wolf. That the uh, wolf. wolf looks uh
1: i think he looks pretty realistic
0: i love the way it looks. Uh, there's some uh, shots yeah. with the Shit. eyes
1: no but like i still cool, but... think like there's a lot of motion going on in the nose
4: there is oh i was right? gonna bring that up and especially at the end when you... it
1: moves in weird ways that definitely you're like all right that's weird but i, I there's a part of me that it, like it still looks kind of terrifying to me
4: nowadays i agree it yeah. is terrifying yeah, for sure and the sounds are really great and it moves very fast yeah. like it, it, as fast as that zuni doll did and t- Terror trilogy, oh yeah, yeah.
1: Terror. I'd love to see a,
4: it, a, a, a race between <laughs>
1: between those two and the oh, weird wolf be creature.
0: Amazing, from. It should be
4: like the Easter egg on something. Mok
0: Mork Gamork Gamork, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the name of it. Uh, the and then this is where our second question comes in because as this the Gamork is about to rip re- you to pieces. Uh, a good luck dragon comes out of nowhere and snatches mm. him up just a mm-hmm. luck dragon
1: i don't think it's yeah he's not a no, good, good luck. luck it's just a luck dragon he's you don't say good luck no he's, no, he's, he's good he's a yeah. luck dragon <laughs>
0: he's double the luck
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's a good luck dragon oh, man <laughs> you're not bad luck dragon bad luck dragons are out there you don't want to find one of those you don't want one of those to find you next thing you know your horse is drowning what is bad luck
1: <laughs> bad luck is just the uh,
4: is not luck having to luck yeah <laughs> that's the weird thing about so luck. it so he just be a dragon Oh, it could be, but I don't know. It would yeah. still look like someone of a say, dog. He came out and saved his life in the nick of time. Here it's we go. Long. Here's yeah.
0: the second question. It says, where does the dog dragon creature come from? Maybe he is reincarnated from the drowned horse.
4: Hmm. Okay. I thought that. I had that thought Did for you? a second. Never yeah, I never I thought you could never crossed have. my mind. I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't think so.
4: What signaled me to think that was... Um, you know, obviously, he loses the horse, and that's hard on all of us. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> you know we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> I know. I, I, shed I shed a tear. suburbia. Yeah. I was just saying I, I did see a connection because of, yeah, like, the the similarities. Like, it's a white horse. The dragon's white. It saves him. He's, he makes the comment that I haven't had a friend since. Basically, he lost Artex. You know, so this he is tracks. kind of.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm just kidding. So I did feel like this was like this was basically yeah the a re not a reincarnation but like kind of like a a, a new version. Oh, of it's that. an
2: upgrade.
0: He got That's an
1: upgrade. An upgrade
4: I guess.
2: <laughs> Can we say something back
1: to back to an earlier thing?
2: Uh,
1: Kyle said, "Wait a second. Hold on. Bastion and Atreyu, yeah. are in the same scene at one yes. point in time. Mm-hmm. So that would lead you to believe they're not the same person. In that same exact yes. scene, there's art." Artex and friggin'
4: yeah. the luck dragon. No,
0: because mm-hmm. Artex is already under the water. What?
4: He's already under what? the water. No, that's not the end. The end. Oh. We're yeah. talking about that same scene yeah. is Yeah, so that,
3: again. so again, yeah, the the dragon and the horse share the screen time together. But so. it can be explained.
4: It can be explained. with Yeah, the ending. I think so. I think so because at the end, everything, everything is re like undone. No, that no, no. Not so no a, wouldn't the no, luck no. dragon be undone? <laughs> no, because he existed prior.
0: Not only, no, not So only, he
4: existed before the horse died. Then no,
0: not only undone. You got to realize that Bastion is, is basically making wishes. So if he wants a tree to be there, he can make a wish and a tree was there. Mm-hmm. So a physical a tree can mean, be there. Okay,
1: all right. I mean, sure. There that you makes go. that makes a lot of sense. I was
0: waiting to save it for the end, but fuck I had to bring it out now. Right.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay.
1: um, I didn't I didn't hear it. What was it? I he was basically saying, like, I mean, if if the whole point is to make a wish, he can wish for his culture ego to exist in the same world if he chose to. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Is what he's saying. Which is I guess is theoretically possible. That being said, I still don't agree.
0: Yeah, you don't have to. That's part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, I, ju- I just
1: think that the luck dragon represents just like I mean, first of all, it's a luck dragon, so which is weird because he does come in the nick of time, as you said, mm-hmm. which would suggest that mm-hmm. it's luck. Yeah, um, I also
0: feel like yeah, as a luck dragon, that's your calling, right? Yeah. Like yes. you're like, oh fuck, someone needs you some luck. Never, you can never <laughs> show
1: up early <laughs> with plenty of time to spare. Yeah, i just to gonna hang out like over here. Instance. Yeah why uh don't worry about it no
0: i think he has like i think falcor has like a like a spidey sense where he's like oh someone needs some no he wears <laughs> the uh, uh,
4: a tree wears the oren or whatever the Orin, Yeah, and i think the oren is tied to the luck dragon Could probably be. so like in a sense like because the luck dragon is probably tied to the princess right mm-hmm. yeah the empress or the empress sorry uh,
1: you know yeah. i don't know i have no idea I thought the luck dragon was just a separate creature, all on its own, mm. and it does what luck dragons do, which is just show up in the nick of time yeah. to save you from shit. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: So what happens is, like, here's this thing too. It's like when this movie, it's this is a funny part to me because again, this is where the adult thing kicks in. Didn't ever thought of this as a kid. I hope you're going where I think you're going. I, I don't know. I don't know if I am because what I'm thinking is I was like, so he passed. I'm like the first thing they're like, dude, you got to hurry up. You got to save us. You got to save this world. And nothing's eating us up. And then it's like, and then he passed out for. Many days and many nights (laughs) and – like I'm like oh shit I guess uh, we're not worried about uh, there's nothing <coughs> taking taking over the the world in a couple you days. You
3: can't save the world like you know at at 50 percent, Cody. You got to be like a solid yeah, 85 and 90. Out. He
1: like he was in a coma.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, maybe the nothing like slowed down a little bit. It was like oh I don't really have to like work real hard right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah it looked at it asleep. as a vacation.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean yeah. possibly. I just think that destroying maybe a world is a lot of work. <laughs> the luck dragon is pretty quick. Yeah, I mean true. he says that like he's like hey did you just travel to ten thousand miles or whatever, and you're like, Yep. It's how a it luck dragon rolls.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> like, did it he did weird. it with luck. Yeah. So he wakes up, he's cleaned, he's bandaged up. And uh, I'm sorry What was the point, other thing That you guys were trying to make
1: Uh, the, This this is the scene that When he When Trae wakes up And starts getting to know The luck dragon I just feel like Yeah That dialogue doesn't like, <laughs> Boy it didn't age well It doesn't age well no. He's like I think the dragon Comes off real creepy Yeah it fucking does <laughs> Like hey well, there how Little so?
3: how boy so? <laughs> Yeah
1: it totally fucking Come does Come over here And give me a scratch I <laughs>
3: like never Reach behind the ear Mmm That's the <laughs> yeah. spot I'm just like ah. Oh. Oh, it's like a dog. Yeah, that's how I took it. Dog. I always took it as a
1: dog. No, but like
3: no, I, I think it's the animatronic face that ruins it. I think it. it's
1: that, and I think it's how weirdly voice. like uh like it it's not like he doesn't come off like an innocent creature. He kind of comes off like yeah. I'm ancient and know a bunch of shit. Yes, oh. yes, I got that same vibe. And has anybody seen um what is that movie uh uh Your Highness? I actually have. Right. Okay. You know, there's this there's a scene where they go to see, like, I've known oh, my... Oh, yeah, the, like, the wizard. And it's yeah. this animatronic creature, and it's talking, but it's, like, clearly, like, molested him at yes. some point in time because he's just, like, this... He's, like, the creepy old man in yeah, Family they have guy. to jerk
0: him off to, Right, like... right.
1: So, originally, I thought, like, what <laughs> movie did he get this from? Because I just don't think he, like, he came up with... I feel, like, it, it felt familiar to yeah. me. Like, yeah, everybody knows that weird character in fantasy films. And I thought about it. I'm like, no, I can't think of one until I saw this. And then I'm like, wait a second, is this where they got the idea? Mm. Because now that I'm watching this, are they picking up on the same thing that I'm picking up on, which is this dragon seems really creepy. It's really fucking creepy. Yeah.
0: <sighs> I never picked up on it, but I could see where you're coming from. It's his voice, I'm too. sure you could, it yeah. It is his voice. Yeah. He has
1: that weird lilt, like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, just I don't know. Yeah, and, it looked like kids. the, kid,
3: the kid's been the kid's been awake for five minutes. To Be like, oh, good, you're up. Yeah, scratch behind my ear. Yeah, well, dude, just his like... arm
0: obviously doesn't reach it. No. If you can see it. He's been waiting. He's been waiting a
3: thousand years to to snatch a little boy out of a uh, out of a marsh so he can get his back of his ear scratched.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like he even said, I love children. Like, yeah, it just got to like, for vibe. dinner, and he was just like, oh, no, the. Touch
0: <laughs> It <Like, laughs> is like, God Did he say touch
1: No He, he <laughs> did couldn't. Not at all But he could like, I I have it. But
0: I was like I don't remember
4: that <laughs> Yeah I could see it It sounds a little pervy Like It just the way definitely he sounds
1: creepy now Like watching it and
4: But I will say The thing that freaks me out the most About the Luck Dragon Is those scales like those uh, ever since yeah. I was a kid, like the look of those scales with the hairs like coming through it and stuff. Yeah. I kinda like the
3: scales. I'm I thought it like, was know, like a
4: cool,
0: this, cool addition. No, the scales look like he's got like a disease. Yeah, it's
4: kinda yeah, it's, weird. It's called
3: scale. He no. looks like a fish dog <laughs> Yeah, that dragon he's like, disease yeah, called he's like a fi- scale. He's
4: like a fish dog dragon. <laughs> fish dog dragon. Yeah, he's fish like a fish dog dragon. Dog dragon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely with he's
1: red a, eyes, with with yes. with, red, with red rapey eyes.
0: Oh
1: God! Wait, dragons are reptiles; they would have scales. Why do we have yeah, to? Bring but his, fish oh, into I know, into but... no, because
2: they're
4: very fish-like. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. white. they're pearly. Oh, yeah. They're pearly. Yeah, is it yeah. pervy? Yeah, they're pearly. <laughs> when I was a kid, it always made me think of bubbles. You know, which I actually is a an... pervy name.
3: <laughs> Chris hates bubbles. By the way, you no, know, there's
4: a part that really creeped me out in this that I forgot about. and that's wait, what do you
1: mean bubbles? Like
4: on the, on his skin? You don't like no? You don't like bubbles?
1: I'm not even joking I thought you were talking about Michael Jackson's chimp <laughs> that <laughs> is so that's fucking f- random oh my God. you didn't random. see
4: him he was in the movie that's why I was like why does that remind <laughs> him of a chimpanzee <laughs> this is why Michael Jackson got him he saw Jesus. him in Never Ending Story and he was like oh, I gotta have that monkey yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that monkey's gonna be a star. No, but the part, <laughs> the part where, uh, gosh, I can't, I don't, I don't know the character's name. Um, the two that we we meet, the elves. Yeah, the two, the two, uh, the science, uh, the science yes, guy, the science one and the witch, in the witch yeah. who's casting spells. And when the witch is like injecting the dog with the with the big needle, I was like, ooh, I didn't remember that part in this movie. That made me cringe. That a little bit. one I like, always remembered. Yeah, I, that was actually weird... the one
1: that I remember the most about the look dragon
4: cause it's like you see it like squirt out and she's like jabbing it in. I'm just like ooh yeah that definitely was like you um, not
1: that weird like Wah!
4: I remember <laughs> <laughs> I remember loving those two
0: characters yeah like, I, I love too. them they, they were my, probably the, my favorite characters yeah, in this movie the, they're like the Billy Crystal character in freaking uh, very much so yeah, yeah. in uh, uh, Princess Bride it's right. like the same thing mm-hmm. and then that <laughs> brings us to like the desert trials where or the southern oracle where he has to go talk to the southern oracle and we see this guy in armor walk up and the, what's the first thing?
3: It's the first thing you see with giant
0: titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. And as a kid the first
3: thing
1: I was like why do those Sphinx I know. have giant like until remember now Sphinx, didn't remember I, remember that. That.
0: I never noticed it until now. I was <laughs> I'm like, why does make, Sphinx have big boobs? Makes a
4: lot of sense. I why I loved this film. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, 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 I'm, like, I'm like going through my Rolodex, my mind of like what I know about Sphinx. I'm like, I don't remember tits. <laughs> Just don't remember
0: tits on any of them. This perfect. Not in history books anyway. Wow. Yeah. But so the the skyroids up and we find out that the first <laughs> trial basically is you have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Which is something that Atreyu, you don't know you never get the sense that Atreyu never believes in himself doesn't believe in himself. Right? No, he comes I mean but, he
1: walks into the first scene like, I'm yeah. a warrior, what
0: bitch? But who do you get He's ready to go? Who do you get the sense doesn't believe in himself? Bastion. Bastion, thank yeah. you. The elf. Boom. Boom. We're back in it. Hold Those Yep. Yep.
1: I don't think anyone's denying that there's so, a yeah. link between the trials <laughs> of Atreyu There you go. And, <laughs> oh, you, and the trials was, of Bastion. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's No denied. one is claiming that. I think that's they definitely intentional. But does it sink people in a swamp? Was the question? Yeah, yes. that was the question. Where <laughs> yeah.
3: All yeah. No, it doesn't. Stem- it it, all, it, it yeah, doesn't.
1: It does. It doesn't. It does.
0: It doesn't tie into the swamp. Is what I'm saying. It does. Um, your point didn't make making sense uh, and so yeah, <laughs> it's
2: Atrey, you all night.
0: Atrey, somehow <laughs> some at, at this point s- starts questioning himself and then they're just like, fucking run and he runs he jumps through it and he makes it. The second one is seeing your true self and it said if you're a kind person, you may see like a fucking terrible person, if you're you know a rich yes. person you may see a poor person whatever the opposite of whatever. So you're thinking, what what is Atreyu gonna see, and what does he see? He sees Bastion,
1: right? But the old man tells him that this is gonna be the case. The old man tells him that Atreyu, like that, he's gonna be living this story through Atreyu, right? Like I don't think that that's the
0: <laughs> yeah. At that point, he throws the book. <laughs> Right, and runs away because <laughs> like he literally probably said. read,
1: and then there was a, a young boy, and he just so happens to be wearing Oshkosh bagosh or whatever the fuck <laughs> he's <was> wearing. <laughs> Look down, <laughs> he was just like, "Shit, that's fucking me." I throw that fucking book too.
0: That's what I'm if I saying. I read myself in a book. That's what I'm saying. They are the same. They are the same person.
1: Like. Yeah.
4: Who else would Bastion be in the story that he's reading? If he right. was going to identify with any character, are we ever
1: questioning that? Though we're never
4: <sighs> question. No one's ever questioning that. I feel like that's what the question was. No, that if, wasn't what the question was. You feel ever. like his character is not being affected by Bastion? as was the yes. argument? It's like you don't think that Atreus' character is being physically affected by Bastion's emotions or I'm decisions? Sa- I'm
1: saying that there's no doubt in my mind that the trials that Atreus is going through. Bastion is seeing himself in. He's living the story like anybody in a book would if they were relating really deeply to a character. Mm. And those, those, those uh, uh, trials that Atreyu accomplishes are accomplishes also for Bastion at some point in time. Yes. Because he's living through the character. Right. Now, the, what we're talking about is physical like rules in this book about things dying in a swamp and whether or not Bastion is somehow doing it. Right, I don't think that's what's happening. No, I don't don't think
0: Bastion... No, I don't think Bastion... I never said Bastion killed the horse. Right, but... I'm saying that... You suggested that Bastion... By by him, continue reading the book and keep going. That that keeps Atreyu going and keeps the story going. Mm -hmm. Because without it, you wouldn't... Atreyu would just die in the swamp that'd be the last thing you read you wouldn't know where it went Atreyu didn't let the
4: sadness overcome the first, him which is why he yes, didn't
0: yes that's the, because the sadness the,
1: the reader didn't let the sadness of the horse back the overcome him like, that's no, a no, life no. story that I'm thinking yeah. like yeah like he's not feeling the sadness of his mother dying overcome yes. him right yeah
0: it's a metaphor for that, but it's the same thing. I, I'm not... Uh, what I'm saying is... Horse equals mom.
1: Here's the thing. Bastion's reading the book, right? And he's being tested... And you're making it sound like he's being tested by reading the book... Yes. ...that if he gives up on the book at any point in time, then... This world tri- is- Sinks into the thing and he dies. Well, the whole world is destroyed. Right, okay? I'm saying that that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> like, I'm saying that, like... How... Ha- Never mind. I'm
3: done. Okay. I this actually was liking that it kept coming back up. That's what
4: it was <laughs> funny. <laughs> the sticking. damn swamp. I feel like <laughs> fucking swamp can't get out of it. You no, know, because we were gonna
0: sink yeah. in it. I mean, yeah. um, but this also brings up another question here. It says, "How does the elf man know all about the desert obstacles if he has not successfully crossed himself?" I was asking that myself. There's an easy answer for this one. He has a whole fucking telescope. He can just see. There's different lenses on that bitch, but I don't take think a look p- at it.
4: We ever it's made a diamonds. I could barely <laughs> see
1: Atreyu walking through the
3: snowy blizzard. How? What, how is his telescope piercing through all that to it's see
0: not, the mirror, dude? It's just a bad weather day. Here's
1: the thing, though. It's a bad.
3: <laughs> Normally, they try they they make this passage on a clear day. You yeah. just came during uh, during flurry season. We
2: don't. I mean, <laughs> this,
1: this is a man of science. He probably has other forms of information that have told him about the Southern Oracle. I don't think everything he's learned has just been through a telescope. I think that maybe he might have books or something like that. Like, there might be scrolls or ancient stories telling about, like, hey, these are the trials you have to face. Um, if you're willing, you can go because— He's an
0: intellectual
1: person. Do you want to say something?
0: <laughs> no, I was, I, I was just going to say when you finish, also, from when we look at it from a distance, it does look like you can just walk around it. I was I,
3: I, I was asking the question why didn't you just fly over it with your new f- dragon friend? Yeah, which yeah,
1: which is true because the dragon does like dragon was get you, him back. Yeah, dragon. Yeah. Was, yeah, he does pull him out of there yeah. at some point in time. Um, yeah, I I I think just the old man knew about it. I don't know that he necessarily had actually been there. Yeah, you know, the question is how did anybody get the idea that Atreo does get get through the first gate, but that he's not the only one to get to the first gate? He's just the only person to get through two gates. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I got that vibe. I don't think they ever suggested no one's ever gotten no,
3: through he, the first he's, gate. No, he, rec- he, su- he suggests that there's two games. People have gotten through the first
1: but have failed at the second. No one's yes. got, yeah,
0: no one's gotten through the second game, right, basically. Right, right,
1: right. So, I mean, I guess it's possible. He says that people have ran away from it in fear. Right. That, yes. That's how he learned about the second game. Ah, there we go. Yeah, that, that makes total like, sense. That, like, he runs out and they're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm fucking too freaked mm-hmm. out. I can't do this. And then he's like, "Tell me what you saw." He's like, "There was a mirror." He's like, what did you see? And I saw myself, and I was a coward, and I ran. Like, who knows? Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Cool, yeah. mystery solved. There it is. Next thing <clears throat> uh, after that, basically, uh, the 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 nothing comes and attacks because um, they have to make it to the edge. They have to make it to the edge of Fantasia, Fantasia to find a human boy. To find a human boy to to give the, the, the Empress the big, a new name. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the big reveal. The
4: Empress needs a new name, so we got to do that. Yeah, he, that's but a, it can't be given by anybody but the human. But boy. the human boy, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. And so he. I didn't think that was a lame
4: twist. I don't think it's lame. Really, I don't think it's lame either. I don't think it's lame. especially because it's it ties back to his
0: yeah, his mom. That's yeah, yeah that's that's fine and all, but I just thought he knows how long it's been since he said his mom's name out loud to begin with since she died. Like that's something. That's mm-hmm. what how I looked at yeah. it. And thought you it. know, you,
3: yep. I do want to... Okay, the, I I I was holding this in. I like. Let it out. I'm gonna say this about this movie. Like, I know that they are uh, really trying to tie in this powerful story about this kid and his loss of his mom and everything, but like, man, I'm sorry. Like, it didn't emotionally pull me in in the slightest in that aspect because, mm-hmm. like, like it's it's almost it's something that's just lightly touched on, and it's like you have to reanalyze the film over and over to start to pick up the insanely subtle nuances that it's. Pointing at oh, there's some loss of paid here, but it's just a, it's not driven home enough for, for me for that final moment at the end of the film where it kind of crescendos and comes
1: together. Like I didn't even hear the name he yells. I honestly. didn't. Either. First
0: of all, let me tell you something. I didn't I, either. I
1: want to say that this is I like I've searched this on the internet and that this is a common thing that everybody remembers as a kid is that no one can understand what the fuck he's saying at the end. Is
4: that a part of this movie that's <laughs> I actually do think it is
1: because um, even I never, as a kid, before I ever thought about like putting a subtitle on or something like that, as a kid I was always like, I like, don't know what he has to say. And I always grew up thinking in this movie that it was supposed to be blur- like blown out from the lightning strikes so that you don't ever hear it. Mm-hmm. Like that it was some sort of like... Like, it's secret only to Bastion right, right, or something right. like that. Like, I always thought that, and now I realize that, like, oh, no, you can hear it <laughs> because, like, I actually had to look it up. Like, what the fuck does Bastion say <laughs> at the end of this film? I'm glad you looked this and up. And when I did find out about it, I was like, A, what kind of fucking name is that? And then B, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it was, oh, yeah, he's clearly fucking saying. Once you get it in your head and you know what he's saying.
0: What is he saying? What, he's saying never... child? child. Moonchild. That is the name, name.
1: Yes, that he says. And once you, once you've heard it in your head, moon trust child? me. Moon child. Moonchild. Moonchild. What brain. the
0: fuck? Get the, the fuck out of I here! I never knew that because I've always, I've always said the same thing. Like, what I kind of want to keep
1: the
3: mystery. Now I want to go back in time and well, unhear I mean, this. It, it,
2: from
1: what I hear, it, it's, it's what, it's the same name that's in the book. Okay. I never read the book. What but, does that mean? Well, I'm thinking like <laughs> is she a hippie? Like what was this yeah. like? I mean, did he grow up like? And no, then that's probably. Like,
4: oh God,
0: it's got to have or does
1: some it, or significance. Does it, or does
0: it have some symbolism to the, to to the story? No, I mean as I understand that's- it, he says his
1: mother's name, and his mother's name is Moonchild, huh? And that's the yeah. name. And I think as, even as a kid, that's why it was so hard for me yeah. to understand, because I was like waiting for like an Eleanor or something yeah. like, to show up. Yeah. But it was like, Ellen. Know, Eleanor. A name. I don't know what <laughs> fucking name that is. I
3: don't know why Eleanor made me laugh, but it did. I have no idea. All I was saying is that you guys are bringing, bringing up these points on how it ties back to this, this pain and this big thing he's got to deal with. And I just think the filmmaker, for me at least, the filmmaker failed to really... Tug at my heartstrings for Bastion's character and what he's going through. Like, my viewpoint of this character in this movie is just the annoying kid that we
4: have to cut to every 15 minutes till we can get back to the movie.
2: (laughs) Dang. Yeah.
0: Uh, Not a fan of Bastion.
4: I am a fan of Bastion. I feel like he emotes well. He's a good actor. I think he's a good 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 actor. actor. Um, Yeah. He has a good look, he has a good uh, timing to him. Uh, I, I will say that I feels do very Spielbergian. Yeah. Yep. Uh, very much so.
1: I, I, Look, I agree a great? little bit with Kyle because there are moments where the kid is like, when he's freaked out. Like, there was a part where he screams when he throws when the book in yeah. when you hear it the first time, and you're like, who screams at a book? Like, that's what read I kept a thinking. Stephen t- King novel, and it's just like fucking, you know, like. <laughs> Pennywise jumps out and I go, ah! And I throw the book across the room. <laughs> <laughs> I also was
3: thinking to myself, when, when I, while I was watching this movie, I'm like, this movie would not, I don't feel this movie would play well to today's audience. Because, like, what eight-year-old you can get this into a book where he's screaming well, at before, the characters and throwing see, it across the room? I don't know if that, that's
1: a sad part, the commentary I actually on, with like... That. Children nowadays. Yeah. No. See, here's the thing. I actually know video games. No, It'll be a no, video game or an app. I just, no, I yeah, just it's, never, it's Never Ending Story. An yeah, app. They changed Jumanji into a video game. You know right. damn well why. Yep. Kids, yeah. kids ain't into fucking board games. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Never Ending Story Two. Mm-hmm. Genesis game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I actually I actually I, that's originally how I felt <laughs> that's originally how I felt because I was like why, wasn't this, why hasn't this movie ever been remade I thought that and that's originally how I felt too I was like oh it's probably because kids aren't into the book but then I thought oh yeah like Twilight and fucking Harry Potter and fucking Hunger Games those are all huge like movies series based off of team, bo- um, yeah, team but books team books they're team books he's
1: not he's not he's not reading those books like the books that he lists off are books like oh they're like Moby classics Dick yeah and like yeah. You know, treasure island and stuff.
3: he's definitely Matilda don't you feel like those books that you just named off are like
0: successful movie series? Yes, I do.
3: No, but like from almost, they almost feel like they're only they're only what uh, what, what 12, 15 years old at this point. Those no. books, like Harry Potter.
1: Those oh like, yeah, yeah, God, that's what I am
3: saying. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were talking about movies.
1: Movies Movie No! she's <laughs> <Jesus>. Kyle.
3: She's <laughs> the one. Cody's just, Cody's stand Don't you feel it like does come from a slightly different era? Like I just don't see. Another Harry Potter coming out now, only in book form. Yeah, and it would sell like
1: gangbusters. Well, I think there are. There's books like that. There all the are time. YA novels that sell like gangbusters because they put out movies about. Like, I didn't know what the fuck the Maze Runner is. Yeah. I don't know what that I when they came out. always heard of that. Yeah, dude, I, I own <laughs> the book. But the reason why it became <laughs> movies because it was a popular YA novel. I don't think they ever were as well-known as Harry Potter. No. I mean, it's not like... Well, Harry Potter was... Bruce I'm Jackson. talking about,
3: like, Harry Potter was, like, a cultural phenomenon yeah, in a mean, book. No, like, amo- I just... Enough
1: that Universal Studios was like, let's just make a whole fucking thing about it. <laughs> I don't know, a man. Whole...
3: I just don't think... I don't think a, a movie about a kid reading a book about himself in a book... I don't know if that would sell nowadays.
1: Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Yeah, it'd
0: have
3: to be like a fucking video game or some
4: bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Definitely.
0: Yeah, they made that movie, and it stars Edward Furlong. What? What? I don't get that reference. We referred it right here on this show. No, that was a... Brain scan? Yeah, Yeah, brain scan. That's not a book. (laughs) It's a video game. That's what I said. They already made that movie. Oh. (laughs) All right. Okay, I mean, that was a little different, but...
2: (laughs) No, because he
0: said for it to work today, it would have to be in a video game. Yeah, Jumanji. And I said... Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll finish up answering these questions, and we will rate this marm jammer. So stick with us. I was
2: trying to sneak away. Yeah. I I mean, no, no. I like children. For breakfast? (laughs) Never. I'm a
1: luck dragon. My name is Falcor.
2: And my name is
1: Atreyu. And you're on a quest.
2: How'd you know that?
1: You were unconscious, and you talked in your sleep.
0: And we're back, talking about the never-ending story. So where we left off was, uh, you know, the the nothing basically attacks uh, Falcor and Atreyu, and Atreyu falls into some water. Mm Mm-hmm. Ends up on fucked up land. I and don't know, and a sandy beach, sandy beach, that Pretty turns much. into a very depressing place, though. Yeah, it's a
1: very desolate looking, weird. Yeah, that's like the, the light. The lighting's different. Yeah, I and that—that's the home of the rock
0: dude. Well, and he starts well He starts you know crying for Falcor, can't find him, and he's like crying on the rock dude's foot, and the rock dude just gives the most depressing like it is, monologue. Yeah,
1: it is the most depressing like existential. Like, monologue, because he's sitting there and he's like, I'm a rock creature, and he's looking at his hands. He's like, they were always... I thought these were... They 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 look strong. Like, uh, this is... Everything that I am is I'm this strong rock creature, and he's talking about how snail guy and the guy with the bat... He tried to hold him back from the nothing, and Nor- nothing just ripped it right out of his hands. Yeah, and he's like not strong enough,
0: and he's grieving over letting his, uh, having his friends die and, and feeling feeling responsible thing about it for it. Is it.
1: That even when the conversation ends, he ends it with the way he, e- he entered it, which was like it's like like, like a tray you kind of goes off, and he just finishes it with they were always strong. Hands. It's like and you're like fuck it's very poetic yeah. he's just
0: like looking at him he's just looking at him yeah. as Treyu walks off and just yeah. shattered it's like he's
1: shattered into like insanity
0: yeah I know it's, it's crazy
1: depressing. it's so terrible
0: and two he has a kid though he moves on <laughs> yeah, that's true He's fine. He ends up. Fine. He grew in he that
4: moment, fine. Cody. But
0: it, that's the weird thing. I'm like, that's again, watching this movie as an adult. I'm like, yeah, dude, this. Is, I love him in this movie, riding around on his bike everywhere, doing all this stuff and like hanging out with this kid. And it gets to that part and you're like, man, he wasn't in this a lot. And his it's it's really sad. <laughs> like, That's my favorite character. It's, it's really sad. Um, but yeah, at this at this point, you know, Atrey walks off and he he finds these murals of like uh, everything that's happened. Yeah, and, right? it, and
1: this is like where you really know some shit's going. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here?
0: Then he sits down and he starts talking to Nosy McNoserson. Yeah, <laughs> what Nosy McNoserson? Nosy McNoserson. <laughs> you know. yeah. yeah, which is uh, what's his name again? Uh, Gamork. G- Gamork. G- Gamork. Oh, Gamork. Yeah, G- thank you, Gamork. The Gamork. G- which is a wolf. Yeah, is, is what he starts. Yeah. And he starts talking to him, and um, yeah, that fucking wolf's
4: nose—it
1: just keeps him has
4: out. more servos in it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it looked like a, it looked like a hand puppet, and like the fingers were just moving I way too much. I think that's probably how yeah, they did the it. Nose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's pushing in. It's a long, slow shot that's just pushing in. It's supposed to be super intense and shit. And you're like given enough time to really critique like how the (laughs) fuck they did this but it didn't kill it for me it doesn't kill him it made me a Very, I
1: actually think this scene is actually kind of terrifying a little bit the
3: whole speech is terrifying I like the speech his monologue's fantastic he's (laughs) cold
1: he's cold like you see this guy and and it is like if I met a creature like that I'd be like Satan? like like, it was just like the way it delivers the line and the way the dialogue is it's just so like like, cold-hearted. But like, he's chosen to be evil not. for the nothing. Yeah, yeah but, but, because, but actually... Okay, go on. I'm, were you going to say something? I was going to say,
0: does anyone else get the sense that he's also just given up? Yeah, like,
1: I, I got a sense of that. No, for sure. actually, mm-hmm. I I saw it as he'd accomplished his mission. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's a, there's a weird way that he describes himself, right? So he starts talking about the nothing and what, what it essentially is, right? And the nothing is, uh, you know, essentially, like, it's the collective hopes and goals of humanity or dreams of humanity and the more that it fades the more like Fantasia gets destroyed by this thing called the nothing because without these things like it just starts like the nothing I guess is a representation of just forgetting and leaving it all behind right it's
4: imagine your imagination right. it's Living all up your imagination That's and what, he talks yeah. about
1: it but here's the thing he asked who he is and Amelia I thought he the line isn't I'm a, like an agent for the nothing. He's like, I'm an agent for the thing behind the nothing. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to be like, what is that? Is that like real Like, what are you? Because there actually feels like it goes deeper than that because the nothing is just a big bad villain for Fantasia, but he's suggesting that he knows everything that's going on outside of the book. Right. And now he's saying that like, I'm a representation of something out there. Mm-hmm. And that's the one line I've never quite understood, but like it has such an impending dire like, like are you like big business? Like what are you? <laughs> are you are you corporations? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You... I got that vibe. A <laughs> like little what bit. are you? <laughs> like it, they never really say. Yeah, huh.
0: you're right. Blew my mind right there. I you're
1: know.
4: right. He's behind. Like yeah. So you're assuming there's some intelligence behind the thing that's destroying the dreams. I think we of just, humanity. I, Well, I've
1: just answered the <laughs> fans' next
0: question. Is the nothing supposed to be some type of symbolism? Definitely. If so, enlighten me.
1: Well, I've given my my thought. I think that the nothing is... I think that what the wolf says is essentially what the nothing is. I, I which mean, is like, it is the you kind of, vacuum that is created when people give up hope.
0: You kind of blew my mind with that. Like that's. Yeah. Ki- I kind of agree with you. You explained it a lot more elegant than I would. Because I always took it as like, that was... um What's his name? Bastion's like, depression and... The um the emptiness you may feel after you are losing a loved one or something like that, and that that being depressed because sometimes people describe being depressed as feeling nothing, like being unable to feel anything. I mean, so I th- that's kind of how I I took it.
1: I think I think it is very possible that the world that is being described in the book could be a microcosm of uh, what Bastion is going through. Yeah. Like I think that's a reality too. Like I think that's a possibility. Because I thought that too. Yeah. Like immediately like like is this just like the world according to Bastion as he's seeing it through his lens, or is the book saying it transcends even Bastion? I think I I think it was I took maybe a little more
3: of a I don't know if I'm if I'm if literal is the right word to use, but I took it as like the nothing was was kind of this because of the because of the loss of his mother. There are certain aspects of his life that are not going to be the same anymore, and the mother—I uh, think the mother figure sort of represents those things that kind of say that that safe space of creativity mm-hmm. and that stuff is now going and the and the the nothing is that kind of sweeping through and and washing away the 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 safe place, so to speak, that he's no longer going to
0: get to have anymore. Here's one thing I forgot—I mm. forgot that Fantasia gets destroyed. Yeah, oh, it gets yeah. pretty much obliterated. Gets, at this yeah, point. I've totally forgot about it that. It just turns in into dust. <laughs> as, I was, as I was watching this, I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, That's they did it. not they make it. They blew it,
3: it up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn you. <Like, laughs> Charleston Hesson
4: in my fucking. And it's like, and for and then, whatever mm-hmm. reason, like
1: Bastion and the luck dragon seem to be
4: okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the childlike Empress and, and she what they appear in like the nothing. What is that the nothing that they're in? The I, blackness?
1: I assume that that's how how I've always assumed it is yeah. that the nothing wipes through it, destroys Fantasia, and for whatever reason, Atreyu and the Luck Dragon have managed to like mm. fly through this void. Where there's of only pieces, essentially. Uh, see, I don't think, I, and that's the thing where I've always, always thought is, is Fantasia absolutely destroyed? No. Or is it like there's pieces of it? It's just holding on. There's, there's right. pieces it's of it. Asteroids in a, in the, a void. There's yeah, pieces the ivory of it. The, still
0: there. Well, there's yeah. pieces of it because I, I believe it's um, the wolf that explains it. Is basically the nothing is as it, like you said. As people you know start to lose hope, it's eating up more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean like Fantasia will ever like. It, it could eventually people will lose all hope and dream and all that stuff and it would go away but you're, I think you're seeing the representation of how little people have See, but
1: that's, it's that, on its last that. leg essentially I, yeah. I hate to get a
0: weird physical like weird thing
1: because that's actually one of the, my favorite lines in the movie is when um, Atreyu essentially goes to this wolf creature and says I'm trying to get to the boundaries of Fantasia that's where the kid is yeah right and the wolf says the fantasia is just a representation of man's hopes and dreams mm-hmm. therefore it has no boundaries yes to which it's like okay then like is there nothing just going through this like infinite void like there's like a weird the physics mind of me wants to say like if it has no boundaries you're saying that it's an infinite thing and that maybe these fragments of fantasia floating through this void are just like the last
0: few people that's what, I think, that's what I think. Caring? That's what I think it is. Or is
1: it the last, but again, if it's a microcosm of, of Bastion's world, then it's like, it's the last semblances of him, like, caring about his mom, I guess. I maybe, don't know. maybe
3: Fantasia just exists on, like, oh, holy just, lo- just, just like, on the uh, event horizon of, like, a fucking black hole. <laughs> very,
0: very so.
1: It's actually the prequel to Event Horizon. Not a lot of people know that.
0: Oh,
4: shit. That and nowadays, the- if
1: you go to Fantasia, you just rip
4: your eyes out and just fucking can't take it. <laughs> oh, God. I I don't know if I answered the question, but I I think that like the nothingness is definitely like a representation of the death of, of childlike creativity Mm -hmm. and dreams. Like what I was kind of saying this earlier on, but like, you know, like he, his imagination is very wild. He likes to get into these books. He's, you know, he's injecting himself into this whole story. And like the nothingness is like, you know, his father telling him to grow up like the real, the, the reality of somebody close to him dying. Like, you know, all of these really like punch you in the face moments at a young age. And so the nothingness is slowly creeping in and it's coming for Bastion, um, unless he decides not to let it, you know, unless he decides to overcome it in some way. So yeah, yeah, I think that's like the metaphoric representation and yeah, the mom scenario is just a part of it. The workaholic dad's a part of it. The bullies are a part of it, you know, and all of that is just like the nothingness, like becoming more intense.
0: So yeah, so Fantasia is destroyed. Um, he ends up, you know, saving. Basically, ends up saving the world though by scream out his mother's name. Right. Which Detroit, now, he
1: finds the princess. he Finds the empress. Yeah, empress is just like. <clears throat> then it gets real meta, He's and the empress is going meta. back yeah. and forth, saying like.
0: Don't you understand like she's talking to a Trey who's saying that don't you understand that he's watching you on this journey and going with you? Also, people are watching him and going on this which journey, which means us, us the right. audience. Yeah. yeah,
1: it gets that's a weird line. Yeah. It because it's like, and then somebody else is watching him, and you're like, okay, the people in the in the audience. Right. right. And then I'll tell, like on top of that, the childlike Empress actually turns to the camera and breaks the fucking fourth wall. Mm-hmm. And it's just like telling Bat, like Bastion, please. Which is like, okay, wait. Now it's getting really fucked up because not only is she breaking through, she's looking directly at Bastion, yeah, but she's directly looking directly at us, yeah. <laughs> which is like she's breaking two planes of existence at this point. <laughs> yeah. If I'm like believing this world that they've created, it's a powerful princess. She's very strong. She's childlike empress. Oh, yeah. empress. Sorry, childlike empress. Sounds like princess. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's why I get so but confused. Let's talk about this
1: though. <laughs> So, to, to, so our next question from our our, our, our uh, from Sarah, Sarah,
0: from our Sarah. Sarah,
1: our Sarah, our very is like, and she makes a good point. Why does the Childlike Empress need a new name? And she says it seems
0: petty. I I'm going back to the 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 death of the mother with this one, and I just feel like he hasn't said his mother's name in a very long time, because it's that thing like his dad's trying to get. Hey, it's time to move on. I feel like that's what his speech is in the beginning. Is like, hey. We can't always be down. We gotta keep going. We gotta keep moving on. Like Chris was saying earlier. So by saying out her name Moonchild out loud, <laughs> um, it's it's basically giving back him him the power of like it's okay it, it's okay it was okay to be sad, it was okay to be grieve. But and it's okay to be who I am. Like I think that's basically what it is. So if somebody else who didn't have a mother that passed
3: away read the book, would the story be that the that the Empress needs
0: a new name still? I think the story changes to whatever the person needs to grow. So this is an change. organic
1: book that yes. I think so. I think adapts. so. It's a
0: magical book, dude. It's a magical book.
2: I th-
1: maybe, maybe, maybe that's it's it. It's implied maybe it's magical from the understand, too, is like maybe that the book- It
0: grants fucking wishes. The reason why maybe <laughs> so many
1: people have failed at this book is because they haven't injected all their hopes and dreams. And, and like maybe that Bastion, the mother's name in some way, represents like his- Imaginative and like who knows, Moonchild. And maybe yeah, well, yeah, with a yeah. name like that, of course his yeah. mother. Well, and maybe the, fucking was yeah. like living in some hokey dokey, like that, whatever you want to do. That's the thing is like
0: <laughs> maybe that was the thing too is like his the mother also represents his like well you know dad's like hey time to get it together but mom was like no dude keep dreaming keep be a dream be a dreamer you and know what I like, mean and that's like totally gives us like a family tie situation right <laughs> <'Cause>
1: it's, like, <laughs> it's like so weird to like see like what was going on here like. You know, like this crazy hippie met this like total yuppie, and like they (laughs) fell in love, and they had this kid, and then she died, and now the yuppie's left, and he's got to save his kid's imagination. (laughs) He was not
4: impacted by her personality at all. Has no idea how to
1: handle this. In the sitcom world, that's what this. I guess we
4: should also started the show with
0: none of us ever read the book. We didn't read the book. Yeah, but which probably has a lot of this information that we're wondering. You know, it's
1: very yeah. It's a very yeah. I'm sure they probably did go into it. Deep dive about the family and yeah. whatever, but yeah, I don't know, like I don't know why the Empress needs yeah her new, a new her, name. her groove back, what, yeah,
0: but after she
4: gets <laughs> it, I think it's just yeah, I agree with Cody. it's kind of symbolic of 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 a restart, you yeah. know what I mean yeah. of a refresh, like. Yeah, maybe you've suppressed all these emotions, and now you're you've you've come to terms with it. You've said the name of the well, person also, that you you faced your fear in a sense. And yeah, now you're exactly. Reborn. You've
0: gone through these. You've gone through these trials. Now you have the courage to face your bullies, even though you're flying through fucking some city on Hold a on dragon.
1: This. Okay. Before we even get like, <laughs> now that yeah. we're at this point, yeah, this is actually the part of the film that like I no I've seen now <laughs> has a totally different meaning to me. And I was kinda like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so how this ends I'm is so into this right the now. Childlike <laughs> Empress is like, Bastion, thank you for giving me a name yeah. and says, Now that you're here, you can have any wish you want. And not only that, but as many wishes as you
0: want. Yeah,
1: you don't you don't often get that. Yeah, you don't get that option. No, you either you get
3: one, one wish, get three, three wish, or no wish. It's <laughs> only a standard amount of <laughs> it's wishes. Never a blank this check is, of wishes.
1: Yeah. Blank, a check, blank of wishes. check of wishes. He gets it's whatever true. wishes he wants, whatever he desires. He can create yeah. things now, right? Yeah. And what does he wish for?
0: Chase down those boys with his goddamn dragon. Let me ask you this does question: he start with what should
1: he have wished for? His mom to be alive. Fuck yes, thank you, Chris. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, that's not your first I fucking know, thing. I know. It's like I, I want to see my mom one more time. I did. It's not think that about he that. goes for this absolutely petty thing. of like, I want to ride Falcor, <laughs> and I want to chase down these fucking bullies. And not only that, this is where the creepiness gets into it. Is that as he's chasing the bullies, all the rest of the city understands it. So as they I understand it, they all see a dragon creature, Bastion a monster. Is now Terrorizing A city. the city of Toronto. <laughs> 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 and then it goes on to say like and Bastion had many wishes, of which none of can I see my fucking mom again?
4: Really, yeah, really so... and
1: also I it led me to believe like this weird like <laughs> Twilight Zone scenario where the real ending of this is like and then the world the real world was destroyed. <laughs> By the petty and childlike, fickle ways of a young child, <laughs> and e- he e- terrorized the- and just desired anything he wished. E- e- either that, or they, f- or
3: they found him, like you know, up in the uh, in the attic. Like he died of like a stroke. <laughs> yeah, right. Like well, he takes a really weird twist. I don't think. Fashion has I, never lived. He I don't, died in I,
1: 1946. I don't,
3: I don't <laughs> think his his. his I, I, I I take I take issue with his first wish being to see his mom again. And it's because of what we just went through with why he had to give the name. The name was freeing. We, we just agree yeah. that, that that was a step into this to, into this process of, of, of processing through grief and pain. Yep. And since you've processed through that, the you don't need to physically see your mom again. You, you've now moved past that pain and it just kind of li- lives with you.
0: I Hold agree. On. No, that's where Hold I was on. going with it. Yeah. Well, what yep. I'm saying
1: is, okay, let's give him the credit of saying... The first was she's just kind of like, hold on, I don't know if this is fucking real. I'll I'll ask for something ridiculous like flying on my fucking Falcor and going into the real world and terrorizing. He doesn't need that though. Hold on. Is it now in reality? Is it like, wait a second, I really can get wherever the fuck I want? (laughs) wish for my mom to be back alive like when do you test the fucking very edges I don't I buy feel like th- wishes, I feel like most wishes I feel like most
3: wishes have a limit and the limit is not bringing back the dead though uh, she didn't yeah. say
1: that she, 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 she
3: didn't say she she that wanted. she didn't say that but if I feel like with, with fucking our text
4: uh, I, was I, alive at the end of this I, motherfucker f- he died I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel, I, I feel like that with Ajax that's what it is I keep hearing Ajax and I
0: keep thinking of Is what you keep saying Ajax a- text. You I t- say A-trax. You, keep, you say you say I,
3: I keep hearing Ajax. I keep thinking of Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Dispatch the war rocket Ajax. God. Um, no, I just don't think he would do that. Honestly. Yeah, I agree. I feel like he's I at a point he where he that. wouldn't. I'd be like my mom. No, because it Mark gonna walk in no,
4: the house. He gonna walk in, no. and mom and dad were in there at the table like nothing. It would have been fake. That's
0: when it turns into a real Monkey Paul situation. And she comes out wanting a birthday cake, creep show style. Oh. It's like a zombie. I don't She's know. back. Uh, seems like all these Moonchild. Moon moon wants a cake. Yeah. Also, do you think the <laughs> Empress goes by Moonchild? Do you think she goes by MC Mick? What do you think she goes by? I don't know. <laughs> Empress. See she after getting a new name, you think she still childlike, goes by a, You think she still like goes by, Gambino, by Empress? Like Moon-y they're like, hey, um childlike yeah, they, they come they come up to her, they're like, Sorry. uh, moonshell She's like, ooh, you know, he gave it to me. I don't really like it. Just call me Empress. <laughs> it was like an offshoot. She's just
1: like, like, you don't have
0: to actually call me Moon
1: <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> no, we just I just needed it. I really it thought to he win. was gonna come up with something like a better. A little better yeah. than that?
2: Yeah,
3: we just needed it to get to progress the story, but now oh, that it's done. We just go back, and call me Empress
0: or whatever yeah, the hell. Moon, I'm not really into Moonchild. Yeah. Uh, which scene I'm gave not you? Not feeling Moonchild. Which scene gave you the biggest? What the fuck is happening right now in this movie? Moment.
3: I think I already kind of said it. Um, when me and Mike were were on the same page on this was the uh, just the your introduction to the dragon. Like, when they, again, it just gave me such a weird rapey. Five from the dragon, having him scratch behind his ear and just overly emoting to it. I don't know. To me, that one caught me. I was just like, "What the fuck am I
0: watching?" What about you, Mike?
1: Uh it's between Kyle's and then yeah, the the ending. The I, I still am like my my reaction to it. Like, you don't pick your mom, <laughs> you know? Like, get so like, all still that power bothers me to this. Like, you have like godlike powers at this point in time. And at no point in time, you, you don't choose that. And like. I don't know it. The ending and maybe it ties into part two. <laughs> mom returns. I totally don't remember. No, I don't think I don't ever that remember that. return of the mom. I don't Do remember, remember I ever, ever remember that happening. But no, maybe I, I'm wrong. Maybe it does it, happen. It maybe it happens, happens it in three. Does.
0: Oh, maybe okay. we, know, we don't know. Maybe it happens in three. Jack Black is his
1: mom. Yeah, maybe Jack Black <laughs> is his mom. Maybe I am moon, <laughs> moon Child
3: It's me, Moonchild. It's like that's weird. Chris, uh, <laughs> Chris you got a what the fuck? Moment? I don't
4: have really any what the fuck moments except the end, like where. Now, fantasy world is intermingled with real Reality with real and... world, and he's riding a fucking dragon through the streets, and people are just like ducking, like, like, oh w- fuck, oh, you wouldn't up- like. It's truly, it, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, let's be honest, it's truly a monstrous beast to just be
3: see. To it, it makes sense in in fantasy world, but you know, you, if you're getting a co- cup of
1: coffee and that thing flies by, that's it's like Godzilla and shit. Like, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. What happens then if the world is reacting to this thing? What? You know, they call DEFCON four, they start calling out some fighter jets. Yeah. Like they, what is Bastion? They, do? they, they scramble That's why the I jets. Feel like the only way this ends <laughs> is Bastion becomes a, like we a have dark <laughs> godlike creature that fucking oppresses humanity. Somebody's lying on a poorly groomed, groomed dog.
0: <laughs> what you don't know what you don't know, this is actually a prequel for the movie Men in Black. We have a team for this, these these kind of things. They have flashy things.
1: They fight aliens. They don't fight... No, they ...the, they don't the fight imaginations mythical. of children. Yeah, they're <laughs> done. You think the loud cricket is going to fucking take out the imaginations of Bastion?
0: No. Yeah, they will. But, okay, so um, I would say for me, the what the fuck... It's the horse, man. Like, still, to this day. Oh, yeah, it is a fucked up scene. It's just a fucked up scene. It's just... It, it's not as bad as it's I remember it. It's character building. It's not as bad as I remember it as a kid, but <laughs> goddamn, is it still like, oh, man, they just killed a horse for in a kid's movie. <laughs> like... You know, as a kid it's pretty goddamn traumatizing. All right, what do you say we wrap this uh this up and we rate this, mammer Jammer, yeah? Well, let's ask, let's finally the last question. Well, I figured we can put that in our reviews. Yeah. What is it? It is. Oh, yeah,
1: I guess that is. Okay, let's 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 introduce the question.
0: Okay. Yeah, the question and is And then
1: we'll all answer it. Afterwards because it kind of During our review Yeah during, during the review, review. So And if it you says Do you
0: secretly hate to like this movie Because same Which I'm kind of confused From what that means Do I secretly
1: I think it's because It's so batshit crazy At points in time Like is the question being like Do I hate it Is it a so bad it's good film Do you hate yeah. that You like it
0: It's a weird way to put it It is What are we rating <laughs> it Did she give us a Sarah Thanks Sarah <laughs> Oh,
2: uh, uh, yeah.
3: uh Yeah she did Kind of uh, she wanted to rate this movie, um, overall rating 108 weird and confusing things like sad, sneezing rock turtles and iridescent flying dogs. I think
1: we can only give her one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we awesome. are
3: on a five point scale, so I don't know how that, uh, yeah, she, how that translates. That would be like a five and a
0: half, I guess. Is that like a 1.8? Because she secretly hates it. She hates to like it. She likes to hate it. I don't know. <laughs>
3: Let's rate it. Let's rate it, um... Uh, let's just let's do iridescent flying dogs sure luck dragons then, sure. I guess yeah
0: yeah luck dragons I'll go first on this one um I will come in at a three for me uh if you would have asked me as a kid I would have said a five uh but for me this is a three now the reason I say that is because Kyle hit the nail on the head for me earlier the mom thing is brought up and it it's just like it's never it's never really you have to really look for it and it's never really like hit over the head like how much how damaging this was to this kid, and we're supposed to we're supposed to think it's so damaging that he disappears into a magical book and then mm. comes out the other side with magical powers. So it's I don't know, it never hits that strong enough for me. Here's the things that keep this movie going though. special effects, mm-hmm. the sets, the lighting, the camera work. This movie has some fun elements, but it has a lot of sad shit in it too. Which kind of also brings it down for me, so I'm at a three. It's a it's it's a fun movie. Like in a way, it also makes you think. But um, yeah, it's not as good as I remember it.
3: Yeah, Kyle, uh, I'll, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'll, I'll come in at the same three um, on this one. Um, and for a lot of the same stuff you you said, like I I I do feel like there's a bigger there's a bigger character story in this film that isn't fleshed out like. Like yeah, I'm, yeah, like you said, I'm supposed to believe that that Bastion is is dealing with a lot of this stress and this sadness and what what have you, and and rightfully so, his his mom's gone, so the director didn't sell that to me well enough. Like it does kind of feel like there is a sep- there is a slight separation of story that's happening. I mean, we have. The, the kid bashing reading the book, and then we have what's going on inside of Fantasia from my perspective. Like, I don't feel like those stories, they there are parts that are supposed to ch- honestly connect them together, and those feel almost kind of forced a little bit. Like, here's a, here's a forced connection. He's seeing him in a mirror. Cool. But, like, I would have loved to see... A, a lot more of those stories stories blended and mingled together and woven together in a tighter way so that as I'm watching it, I really am feeling like not only am I am I getting one adventure story, I'm actually getting two adventure stories because I'm seeing two characters go through these trials together along the way. And I just didn't get that from from this watch of the film. And yeah, for that I'm gonna put it at a three. Um yeah. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Special effects were great.
1: Mike. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. Uh but um I agree with Cody as well. Would have been a five. Kid kid Mike would have been like, What do you what do you what four? What the fuck are you talking about? But uh seeing it now with adult eyes and objective eyes for that matter, like you see like a little bit of the flaws in it. Um again, I agree with Kyle. Like it's just like they're trying to make this connection between, you know, Fantasia and this kid's loss of his mother but also like in a weird way like there's parts of it where i'm like or is it about like the loss of imagination and dreams in general for society like and since those three things are never actually quite fleshed out like i feel like it like it gets lost hmm. and literally in the case of the mother where i feel like that's weird like the, the kid seems like okay i'm cool infinite wishes I don't care about my mom. Like, we're not even going to bring that up again.
0: Yeah, but dude, seriously, who needs a mom when you have so many wishes? All
2: yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I have infinite wishes. I don't
1: think I can fit my mom into the, any of those. Um, it just, I don't know. It, that That's a part that actually bothers me a little bit about the film, but I still think the special effects in this film are just top notch. Dudes, for I real. I love them. Uh, I love all the creature design in this film, um, even the weird wolf with the nose that never stops moving um, <laughs> always sniffing yeah I don't know there's just like a lot going on with it that was just well done and the imagination really comes through too even with the rock eater and he's like eating the rocks and the rocks are falling down on these yeah. guys and it's like a danger to them like part of me is just like that's something that only like Lewis Carroll or somebody would come up with like that's something from like an Alice in Wonderland world It's it takes a lot of deep imagination to come up with a concept like that yeah. and that's I guess credit to the author of the book, but I mean, even to bring it on film that way, I think it's just just excellently done.
0: So four for Mike ABS always be sniffing. Um, <laughs> who's sniffing? <Was> me? <laughs> no, that's the that's the wolf.
4: A <laughs> <So,
0: laughs> I man ABS. A I man ABS always be sniffing. <laughs> always be sniffing. <laughs> N- nose never stops. I mean, always be sneezing. This thing for is the always oh yeah. oh man. Sneezing. ABS works for everything in this it really movie. does. A Damn. tray,
4: be horse, sleeping, sleeping, <laughs> slipping. <laughs> Sli- A, be A-, sleeping A- on always be swamping. A be swinking, <laughs> sinking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A-Trex be sinking. Oh shit, that is one. <laughs>
2: always be
1: sinking. That is what Chris said. Artex
4: be sinking. Yeah, Artex. A-
0: Atrex.
1: Artex. <laughs> I,
4: I, I I know. I've been saying it wrong the whole
0: show, Chris. Please jump onto the joke at any time. <laughs> I
1: love. I love that dubstep song from Atrex. Yeah, shit's tight. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's yeah. Fire.
0: You mean their song "Always Be Sinking"? <laughs> ABS always be sinking
4: by Atrex. ABS. Wow. ABS owns this movie. All right, Chris. Oh God! It was not hard for me to put my kid eyes back on when I was watching this movie. Uh, right away, snap back into it, See? and 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 you know, like I I get what you guys are saying. They didn't delve into like some of the more important themes that were probably like on the underside of the film, like which is the the, yeah. the death of the mom, the single dad, the kid, you know, getting picked on. Whatever. Why is no one looking for this child? Why is <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially during like a tornado. <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I mean, I you know, for me, it's okay because this movie, I feel like, was made for kids, uh, like, ultimately. And kids don't need a lot of explanation for things. Like, I do remember getting the, the fact that the mom was not in the picture or the mom had died. Some, you You can sense that emotion even as a young child. And then going into this fantasy world, man, they just drop you right into it, you know. It doesn't take long to get into the never-ending story. Um, and, and right away, you're introduced to these wacky characters. And, and for me, like, The NeverEnding Story created a world that I think is iconic. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely got tons of imagery that's burned into my brain, um, even down to that theme song that Cody keeps singing. The NeverEnding
2: Story!
0: even some of the other music that was in this
4: film it just it just it, it really brought back a lot of like a lot of nostalgia for me when i was watching this more so than most of the films that we've gone back to watch um and and you know getting to that that horse scene like i gotta admit like i shed some tears during that moment and there was a quite a few moments in this film that still emotionally impacted me. Like the cues were still right on for me. There's some corny moments too. Kyle was saying, there's some sound issues that like where it goes from this really intense music. I can think right after he kills Gamork, yeah. it's this really intense music and then immediately cuts to this weird, you know, like it's a hard cut. So there's yeah. some technical shit that, you know, definitely knocks it down a peg, but on an emotional level, like on a story level, on an effects level, uh, like this film is damn near perfect for me. I'm giving it a 4.5. Nice. nice. Um, yeah. It, it, it still hits all the, it ticks all the right boxes for me all the way through. And uh, it was really fun to go back and watch it because I definitely picked up on more of like the dramatic element. And I, and it made me think like, wow, this was kids stuff. Like, like, you know, there's tits in this movie, like, you know, and you as a kid, did I realize what I was looking at? Probably not. But, you know, I didn't think too much about it. But going back and watching as an adult, you're like, man, they do push the envelope a little bit for like it being a kid's film. And uh, this this is the dark time of, you know, the dark time of family and kids movies. And I miss that. Era. I do
1: miss that. No, I, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I like I I've, I brought it up on the show a few times, like different between 80s kids movies 90s yeah. kids movies like that sense of like real danger and danger, death
4: darkness yes. death
1: like they yes. dealt
4: with like really adult shit yeah i thought atreyu was fucking awesome i thought as an actor
2: he he's he he cool he enough carried... that
4: they became a hard rock band <laughs> <laughs> he's not
1: in that band no he's
4: he's not but there's a
1: band called atreyu oh, like well, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
4: that iconic as a hero you know yeah. a child hero like I mean, it, it, I don't know. There's just so many elements. Like, I think all the acting is fantastic. All the characters are super fun. I was actually going to say, you know, the uh, again, the witch character uh, that lives in the cave with the scientist, she really reminded me of, like, maybe she influenced Bette Midler for the Winifred character in Hocus Pocus. I don't know why I saw similarities um, between the between those two characters. But uh, anyways. Because you like the stretch. Four and a half. <laughs> Four-and-a-half-year-descent uh, luck dragons. He's always, Chris always got a shovel
0: out. Yeah, he is. Just stretch that out there a just little like bit.
4: It's like a <laughs> dig. It's like dig. It's like he's in the swamp,
0: and he's trying to connect the horse.
4: I'm getting out of that swamp. I ain't
0: sad. <laughs> I ain't sad. 4.5. Yeah, I ain't sad. Who's sad about that? <laughs> All right, guys. That is our show for this week. Do us a favor. Make sure you head over to coldfilminterview.com. You get your um, what you want to request in. And then uh, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. Then make sure you follow us on social media. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to say, forgot to say this. In March, uh, March 15th, is that correct? 13th? 14th.
3: March 15th at Film Bar.
0: At Film Bar, we will be showing Pink flamingos So make sure you come out for that. Bring your
4: barf bag.
0: It's for real. Yeah. Then when you're done with that, make sure you follow us on social media, cult film interview on Instagram, cult film underscore review on Twitter. Also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, all over the place. Um, You can follow
3: Kyle. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at cult film underscore Kyle.
4: You can follow Chris. Cult film underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at Mike on Twitter.
0: And you can follow me at VHS collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.